Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey No Chill Prano. Well, first things first, Andy. I know this. Uh, we're recording this on a Sunday evening here in Venice, but technically it'll drop 12.01 a.m. p.m.? a.m.? a.m. on uh, Monday, which will be your birthday. Thank you, Joe. 37? 37. 37. Oh, bro, it's all downhill from there. Take it from a guy who's 39. <laughs> 36, man, that was the end of the good days. 37. It's all been shit since I turned 37. It's good to know. Yeah. I have so, something to look forward to. No, you don't. That's what I'm saying. You have precisely nothing to look forward to. It all gets worse after, like, literally, I think the day you turn 37. It's when it all falls off the cliff. Well, according to my dad, I'm 36. Because he doesn't know how old you are? I tweeted out our exact phone conversation. He said, happy birthday? He called me to discuss... I Chris- muted you on Twitter years ago. He called me <laughs> to discuss Chris Collinsworth, because I told him, you know... Right, which we have to get into later. Can we save that for later? Sure. I'm I, too worked up to even think about that right I now. I told my dad I had watched the football life on the NFL Network, and he called me to ask me about it, and then he said, oh, by the way, happy birthday. I said, my birthday's tomorrow. And he goes, no, it's not. (laughs) No, it's today and you turn 36. He goes, you'll be 36, right? You're 36? I go, no, I'll be 37 tomorrow. He's like, you're 36 now, though. (laughs) And then he goes, you were born in 82. I go, no, I wasn't. I was born in 81. And then there was a silence. And he goes, you're born in 82. I go, dad. Wait, you're on the phone or is this in text? This is on the phone. Oh, okay. I go, are you messing with me? He's like, 82, right? And then there was silence, and then he goes, I need to change this to my iPhone. And he tried to change it on the what phone conversation. Who has your, their birth year on their iPhone? I think it was like his alert to let him know when his kids were born. But he, ha- he goes, I have the wrong year. And he goes, I got to change this. I was like, well, don't do it now. Are you sure you were born in 81? Pretty sure. 5.09 a.m. Okay. I know, I know the exact, how, do you, how do you know your time? Because my mom told me growing up, and I remember. Nice. Christ Hospital in Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> 5.09 a.m. I was born on Thanksgiving. Ruined your mom's Thanksgiving. Yeah, and my dad's. And my three older Classic brothers. Classic savage. You've been ruining holidays ever since. <laughs> and regular days, for that matter. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. we'll see, though. At least he knew. I put the odds of my four brothers remembering, because I was all butthurt last year. I'd say one out of four will remember. No, I say more than that. I say, I say, I'm going two, at least two. You're going half. Greg will remember. Did he remember last year? I think just my little brother Mark remembered. Yeah, I'm going Greg and Mark. Your older brothers, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> They remember. They're just not going to fucking yeah. message you. We'll see. 
I mean, whatever. You, do you, you and I agree on this? Like, we're adults. It's not. Yeah. I don't have a festive day. Yeah. Tomorrow's another day. Yeah. Happy Monday, Andy. Yeah, it's what it is. I. This is me saying happy birthday yeah. to you. See you on fucking Thursday, pal. Exactly. <laughs> I got. I got to go look at cars tomorrow. I got to go to Trader Joe's. I got to go to Costco. Like that's my day tomorrow. But now that we're doing shout outs, we got to give a shout out to Nick Yardley. Good day, sir. I mean, look look at this gear. Yeah. This. The Amarillo Sod Poodles? Yeah, you're rocking the shirt. The hats are dope. Like a glove, it fits. I want to. Can you grab the box? I know your jacket's on the box, but it was pretty funny. And I tweeted this out and put it on Instagram. So the girl who replaced Karen, not much smarter. We're going to close it. So I'm not going to blame her. I'm blaming the post office. So I get a call Saturday. Because if you guys go to, to our video on I YouTube, mean, it's so clearly not a live animal box. It's it's supposed to look like a crate. Yes, not a crate. That's supposed to look like holes, not holes. So it says live this animals. End up, it's like come on, live animals, sod poodles, handle with care. I get a call from my new manager's off, the weekend woman, and she says, "Dude, the post office." put this on my desk. They wanted me to call whoever this was delivered to. They think there might be a live animal in here. I mean, she we goes, already talked about the post office. She goes, did you order a sod poodle? And I'll be honest, it took me a second. I'm like, sod poodle? And I go, oh yeah. And yes, I did. I ordered a live sod poodle. And if you could feed it until I return from Trader Joe's, it would be delightful. <laughs> so I go down there and like, like we're looking at, it's clearly yeah. fake. This is a gimmick. Very minor league team-esque type of gimmick that they're going to do i mean i think this is pretty major league it's amazing right yeah it's fucking fantastic so anyway the the post office worker is there and she goes it says and she goes damn you tell me this ain't a real side poodle <laughs> and you're like all right take it easy she's actually native american yeah <laughs> so she even not only that she had a note from the post office, yeah, I which mean, said, handle with extra care. In case you're wondering why you should absolutely be a libertarian, get the government out of it. They thought this box contained a live animal. It was, it's unbelievable. Get the government out of everything. And then they go, well, can you open it here? They like they didn't trust me. I go, it's just merchandise. So then I opened it in the office, and I was like, yeah, it's two amazing hats, two shirts, and an amazing bandana. I mean, did you say that in the thing? <laughs> the amazings? The nah. multiple amazings? Unbelievable. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's what happened with the Savage Town Well, shout out to Nick Yardley. Where in Texas is Amarillo? It's the northern, you know, when you go across on 40? Oh, we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's up there, right. It's kind of middle of nowhere. Yeah. Closer to Oklahoma. We're, we're setting it up. Nick, let him know. I, I was already tweeting at him. We're doing a ceremonial you pitch. You were probably tweeting at Nick. You know what I mean? Well, I was tweeting at whoever their social media is. Right. Which could be him. I don't know. I want to go down there. I want to do- Minor league teams have like five people working for him. It's like the owner, the mascot, some guys in charge yeah. of the entire internet, somebody who sells tickets. I want to go down there. I want to do a dirtball meetup, ceremonial pitch, some comedy shows- that is that'll be a good way to check off. We should do Amarillo Sod Poodles, Texas Rangers, Houston Astros. Well, those really aren't that close to each other. No, but fuck, while we're in Texas, yeah, you know, okay, everything's bigger in Texas, yeah, including road trips. 
That's right. I have not been to either ballpark in I got I have 15 ballparks left. I got I got to start putting in work next year. I have a feeling it's going to happen, Joe. If you thrust it, it will come. Okay. We should not use that as a saying, but if you thrust it, it will come. Yeah. You want to hear a fun story about thrust? Thrust a process t-shirt? Gone. Dude t-shirt? Gone. Some savage Venice Beach animal stole my laundry today. I no longer have a thrust of process t-shirt or a three-quarter length dude t-shirt. What happened? Some homeless person stole my laundry. So you were doing laundry. Yeah. Where at? Lincoln? Lincoln and fucking Venice. Because Wait, the laundry the one, place at the my- The one by the liquor store? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a shady one. Not shady. that I know. Let's talk about fucking shady. Who's stealing laundry? I can't. Even if I was homeless, do I want somebody else's laundry? So what happened? You, you some asshole is swimming in an XL, the six four, a six four guy's thrust the process shirt. <laughs> Dude, it's gonna be so funny when I'm going for a walk or bike ride or run one day, and I see a homeless guy wearing our thrust the process shirt. Multiple flag and anthem items. Okay, like, this is this is offensive. Yeah. A Strokes t-shirt that I've had since I saw them at fucking, you know, Hammerstein Ballroom, October, I don't know, 2001. So what happened? Legendary Strokes t-shirt, gone. You go do your laundry and you left? Because I had $100, I had coins, and then I only had 100 so I couldn't get change. So I go to the liquor store, they won't give me change for 100 and I'm like, you're, I, I even said, I'm like, guys, you're a fucking liquor store. Yeah. The guy's like, buy something. I'm like, I just, I just need change. And but then I was gonna buy. I was. Gonna, he's like, I'm not. He, he wouldn't even give me change for a hundred if I bought like a soda or like a bag of chips. He's like, buy some w- liquor. I'm like, dude, I don't need liquor. I need change for the laundry. So then I get in the car and I drive down to fucking Rite Aid. I come back. Somebody's stolen damp laundry. So what's the timetable from when you left the laundromat? Fifteen minutes. And some savage stole damp laundry. I think we need a DSPN investigates. They have 40 cameras in there, but no one answers the phone. I, apparently, no one works there. They just have 40 cameras that no one will ever check. Did you get access to anybody? My fucking on the, on my, the, my San Antonio Gunslingers t-shirt I just got? But savage. When you called... You don't get nobody. You get nothing. No, we need a DSPN investigates. Yeah, well. What's the name of the Venice, laundry, Matt? Coin Venice Beach Coin Laundry. Is that the name of it? Gross. Is that the name of it? The, this is the first time people in Ohio could be like, I fucking told you. People aren't stealing laundry in Ohio. Venice Beach Coin or Coin Laundry of Venice? Yeah. Coin Laundry of Venice. Like it's a fucking, like it's royalty. Uh, welcome to Coin Laundry of Venice, sir. Good day. Everybody call. The number is 310-450-1. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't even give out the Guys, number. Guys, don't call because you're not going to get anybody on the phone. No, everybody call. 310-450-0179. Again, that's 310-450-0179. I mean, some legendary. I'm on it. I'm Item, calling tomorrow. Items were lost in there. Bro. I'm really most upset about my Strokes t-shirt. I am going to call tomorrow. I'm First not- tour? First tour t-shirt? 
I'm sorry for your loss. You know how many fucking girls I have fucked after be- <laughs> I'm not even joking. After being out in my strokes t shirt. I mean it's a pussy magnet. It, just like Yeah. I distinctly remember at one point being like, This t shirt's like full of pussy. Like this <laughs> the, like I can't lose this t shirt ever. Every time I go out in this t shirt, I go out in the t shirt this t shirt and a pair of jeans. I have sex with a girl. Some homeless person stole that from me. And they're not going to use my lucky t-shirt because they live in a fucking van. Yeah, but here's the good thing. Again, we might be able to find Uh, them. Andy, here's the the thing. Have an idea of who your co-host will be if I'm ever gone. Because if I see a motherfucker wearing the first tour Strokes t-shirt of mine in Venice. I will beat that person to death with a hammer and I will stand over their body until the cops come and I will talk long about my lucky t-shirt and this fucking savage stealing it. I will beat a homeless person to death with a hammer. I drove around Venice today looking for the dude because I think I know who it was. Ooh, give me a description. Let's put it out Long there. Long hair, white beard. Like, it looked like the fucking dude. What? Gray, what, uh, what gray, race? Gray, white. Gray white pickup guy. truck was playing a bongo drum when I left. And I was like, this dude looks like he'd steal a fucking great Long hair, dude. white beard. Wh- he looked like fucking, uh, you know what he looked like? He looked like uh, in Big Lebowski, the guy who f- he gets in an argument with at the bowling alley. You know? Yeah, yeah, okay. Fucking uh, skinny, white. Long-haired dude. I think we need to take this to DSPN Investigates. I'm telling you. I'm furious. All right. I'm sorry for The flag and anthem stuff. Replaceable with promo code DIRTY, 25% off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I lost eight items. I'll really only end up paying for six of them. Okay, fine. Those will be back. Another good folks at flag and anthem will take care of me. What if we... What if you would you be able to somehow manage to not beat this a person? A Knicks, to, uh, gorgeous Knicks T-shirt. Hold on, if you didn't beat this person to a bloody pulp, but we brought them in for interrogation on a live YouTube video. Oh, I beat them until my fists fell off. <laughs> Who steals laundry? I don't know. Venice people, crackheads, meth heads. I mean, everything you're describing sounds like a Venice person. You know, bongo drums, old pickup truck. It's just some fucking hippie. But like flag and anthem gear, right? Dirty sports gear, replaceable. Sure. Maybe the stuff that I won't be able to replace easily via our show and fantastic, you know, sponsors. We're probably looking at a couple hundred bucks. Whatever. Maybe I don't even replace it. Who? Big deal. But fuck that t-shirt. What, what price do you put on endless pussy? None. What? Like you, you can't honestly, do it. if I walked up to you and I was like, "This fedora, if you wear it, shall give you endless pussy." What would you pay for that? Uh, look, yeah. dude, it's like the Mona Lisa. I'm speechless. You can't put a price tag on pussy. I've worn it on this show. People have been like, "I can't believe you fucking own that Strokes T-shirt. That's incredible." Yeah, it'd be like me losing my uh, Nirvana Target shirt. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> oh, I'm kidding, Frano. You were quite worked up. Just the savagery of fucking homeless people stealing wet laundry. 
Now this guy's got to go what? To a different laundromat and dry it? Yeah. I, I would like to know his thought process. There isn't one, clearly. And I'll just say it. I consider myself a compassionate person, but I'm, I'm just over it. I, I, yesterday I thought of that when I was going for a run and again today. Just get the fuck off our streets. I know people are fucked up in the head with mental health, but this, this homeless thing, just fucking round these people up. Just get them out of my fucking face. Stealing people's laundry, shitting on the sidewalk, taking over lovely parks. I mean, let's be honest. I'll just say it. There are some good nuggets of... I don't want to say truth because that's not the right word. There's some, there's some maybe good elements of something like the purge. Yeah, absolutely. Do you agree? I'm, I'm about to purge Venice with my fists. I'm just saying. Would it really hurt our country if we did, did a purge every once in a while? Would it really hurt us? There's a lot of dumb people out there. Underwear. Somebody stole underwear. How dare you? It's disgusting. Well, I think this is a good segue to talk about Dwight Howard. (laughs) Uh, Last night, I wasn't paying attention to my phone. Yeah. I was doing that little comedy show that I host. Tug Coker... I was at the Notre Dame USC game. Yeah. Tuck Coker had texted us. I hadn't really seen it. He said NBA Twitter, what is it? NBA Twitter is great. Or NBA, NBA Twitter, Twitter always wins. Always, I think. Yeah. Or NBA Twitter is undefeated. Well, first of all, like we that. need to let Tug know it's not NBA Twitter. It's black Twitter. No, it's NBA. NBA Twitter. There is NBA Twitter. There's NBA, NBA Twitter is amazing. There's NBA Twitter and then there's black Twitter. Yeah. They're not they the, crawl, same. the Venn diagram is pretty, pretty solid, but. They're not the same thing? No, no, no. And, I mean,. What's his name? Worldwide Wob is like the fucking... He's the king of NBA Twitter. He is NBA Twitter. He's like that. He's the marching band. He's the, mar, he's the band leader. Is Worldwide Wob... Is that a white dude or black dude? He's white. Okay. Yeah. He's white. <laughs> he's the leader of NBA Twitter. Oh, yeah. For I agree. Sure. For I sure. Agree. I follow Rob him. Rob Perez? Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, our boy, Zach, is... is uh, uh, Z- a Zach... Ma- yeah, Zach Harper, part of NBA Twitter, former Dirty Sports guest For Zach sure. Harper. Yeah, you're um, right. But uh, I missed a lot of it. I was actually sad to miss a lot of it. I was at the Notre Dame game. I came out and it was like, I was the the Donald Glover walking into the room on fire meme. <laughs> like I, I, I was Grandpa Simpson. I walked in. I was like, everything's literally been covered. I'm out. I'm gonna go. I'm Amarillo sod poodles hat back on and and, and good day. Well, here's the best part. I'm like I was some homeless guy with my laundry. I was like, I'm out of here, and I'm cleaning up my show, and I'm really not responding to these texts. And then I gotta, I should probably pull. But these like, up. Tug didn't give any. I had no idea what he was talking about. Let me just read my exchange with Prano. Then Prano comes at me. And he just he just texts me at 10:30 Saturday night. He wrote the Dwight Howard story with. The looking eyes emoji. I just wrote, I haven't read it yet. And this is what Prano responds. Bro. Like yeah. in a long just yeah. bro. Yeah. Which then alerted me, shit. I gotta find out what's going on. And what was my description of what was going on? I got I think I said this is the shortest possible description I can give. Shortest version I can give you from Joe Prano. He was in a relationship with a transgender. 
She found out he was going to transgender sex parties and fucking tons of other girls, in quotes, raw. Then his, in quotes, pastor started harassing and threatening her because he was worried she'd out him. Yeah. Well, after you texted me that, I did read her entire text exchange and then listened to all the voice, uh, the phone calls, and then there's even more coming out today. Uh Look, you know, you know what my hot take on it is? Well, first of all, I don't know if it's real. Right. That's number one. You, here's my hot take on it, though. Isn't it, doesn't it say something about Dwight Howard as a person, as a player, as a personality that like everybody immediately bought in? Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, Dwight Howard is having sex with transgenders and then like going to transgender sex parties and then like sicking a pastor quote unquote on people to like everybody's like totally plausible that Dwight Howard would do this. In fact, every tweet I basically saw, this is this is where that unique thing happens like we discussed where black Twitter meets NBA Twitter and they team up. Yeah. And that's what I was doing when I got home. I was reading all those tweets. Basically, what you're saying is true. Everybody thought this was accurate. Like 0.0001% were questioning. Like, like if 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 you heard a story that some guy had made you know, I know you've talked a lot about your your Russell Wilson file, like this this file that you're like putting together, um, which we'll come back to during the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Seahawks game but like if you heard that some guy had put together this file this long Andy Ruther like file that proved that Carmelo Anthony was essentially the exact same player as Gerald Wilkins and that Carmelo Anthony found out about it and murdered that dude wouldn't you totally believe it wouldn't you be like yeah I could totally I totally believe that Carmelo Anthony murdered a guy who intended to prove that he was no better an NBA player than Gerald Wilkins yeah I believe that I believe this whole thing about Dwight Howard. I still sort of believe it. Well, I don't really care, but this is my take. Let's not forget. It's unknown. This is true. And I actually went on a deep dive myself on this today. It's unknown how many children slash baby mamas Dwight Howard has. We know he doesn't have, has never been married. I Googled it. Various answers, up to eight kids with eight different women, five kids with five different women. So my theory is this. Dwight Howard, let's let's put it at five kids with five different women. Dwight Howard has a problem with wearing condoms and not getting girls pregnant. Therefore, Dwight Howard said, hey, how can I not get girls pregnant? Oh, this is your hot take? I can bang dudes in their butts that look like girls. Wow, this is one of the crazier hot takes I've ever heard. Think about it, though. This is a jail hot take. What do you mean, Jay? Uh, this is like yeah. this is like prison. He's basically he has a problem getting too many chicks pregnant. He makes a lot of money. All these women are coming after him for his money. So he's like, dude. I well, can't. first of all, let me just say, let me let me tackle this on numerous. Let's just cover our ba- like cover our bases a little bit here. They're not dudes, right? I call chicks dudes. I call chicks dudes. Can we clip that one? <laughs> I call chicks dudes. So you call transgender females dudes? I call regular females dudes. But you're saying, so when you said bang dudes in the butt, you're not talking. You're saying he's banging men. 
Well, he's bang- banging transgender. Right. I mean, so let's just. If for, you have a for, penis, you're a dude, though. For, right. For the sake of 2018, let's just say you're saying he's banging transgender females. I don't know. You're, he's banging transgenders in the butt to avoid pregnancy. That's an interesting take that I have. I know. Yeah. Because he has a problem getting dudes with vaginas pregnant. Okay. I was just I was just fucking blah, 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 blah. I was just messing around there. Yeah. But no, seriously. So that's that's maybe a take. My take is first of all, if Dwight Howard like God can't even like the sexuality of everything too. Let's not make any I'm not gonna make any claims about Dwight Howard's sexuality. But if Nor his, do we care. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm not sure. At any more, any more, if like I don't even know what's a per- like I don't even know if that makes you gay anymore. Or it doesn't. Nor do I care. I've said I've said numerous times beyond firing Mike McCarthy. I think the Packers' next best move to win multiple Super Bowls is for Aaron Rodgers to come out. He's gay. Great, do it. Be gay. Odell Beckham, be gay if you're gay. Who cares? I- I've said numerous times if Odell Beckham's gay, be a gay superhero. If Dwight Howard is gay, is not gay, likes to bang girls who are now guys, guys who are now girls, whatever. I'm totally okay with that. Totally fine with it. But the the bigger issue is that him being okay with it but not wanting it to be public and therefore like threatening people and having like a pastor, which is a whole other thing. Like what's a pastor? What's a pastor? Yeah. Pastor's just a dude or chick that fucking like you go to for spirit. Like who's this pastor that's like calling people? Well, look. But I believe all of it. Like here's what I'm saying. You believe it all. Do I think it's a, do I think that the story is a hundred percent true? No. But do I, is it all believable? Yes. Yes. All of it is believable for Dwight Howard. Something is weird about Dwight Howard. We can agree, right? Something about the way he walks, the way he talks, the way he plays, the way everything's weird. Dwight Howard's a weird guy. But everybody's weird. Dwight now. Howard's most famous for dressing up as a seven foot two Superman and jumping over a fucking midget, right? No, the midget jumped over him. He just dressed up like a seven foot two Superman. Well, did you who after Shaq dressed up as Superman. Did you go in a deep dive like me into the voicemails or the phone calls? Yeah, I did it all. But who and knows? Is that Dwight Howard's voice? That's what Dwight I'm saying. We don't know. And according to that, Dwight is also the one who wants to be taking it in the butt. Dwight wants to right. be... Uh, according to... I mean, she according called to her, him a 6'11 bottom, bottom. Which, by the way, was a mic drop. That was fun. 6'11 yeah. bottom. Yeah. The best one I saw Not was... Not even a power bottom. The best one I saw was Jimmy Butler reading the... He, Dwight's a 6'11". What? <laughs> like, that was the best tweet yeah. I saw. That was the winner. Not even a power bottom. Just no, a bottom. Just a bottom. Yeah. Now, there was also talk and uh, that, that Jesus sent us, because Jesus is a big conspiracy guy, that she tried to pin some shit on somebody else, Cardi B, which I was like, is Cardi B... Can't Cardi B be fucking dudes? Cardi B's a chick, so she's due. No, Playboy Cardi. Okay, see, this is where you lose me. You're not allowed <laughs> to have the exact same name. You're not. There can't be 
50 Littles and 50 Cardis <laughs> and 50 Zans. There can't be. There's no way. Playboy Cardi. You're not allowed to be Kanye East or Timye West. This is Playboy Little, Cardi. Come on. No, that's not Playboy Cardi. That's Steve Urkel. This is Playboy Cardi. B-O. That's one of the dudes I. from Cool Runnings. <laughs> not our boy Raul D. That's the main dude. So uh, supposedly, yes, she tried to claim he was gay as well. Wait, didn't he just? Is the one picture that you keep pulling up him with a scarf that's blowing in the wind while simultaneously in a, a, clearly an indoor photo shoot? Right. I'm not saying gay guys are the only ones that can make wind blow through their scarves while inside, but I'm just saying this photo right here looks pretty fucking gay. I mean, I don't want to say things are gay or not gay, but is he doing photo shoots where he's holding groceries? Well, let me put it this way. Sounds like she's outing people that she has had sex with. I don't really know. All I know is do not... Like if if it then comes out that she is outing Odell Beckham, I'm not going to be like, this story has holes. I'm going to be like, this story lines the fuck up. I don't want this to distract anybody from the fact of what we've been preaching all along about Dwight Howard not changing or improving his basketball game over the last 10 years. Right. Because that's the story. Well, not in this case. I mean, that story's long over, right? Who does Dwight Howard play for? Is he still on the Wizards? Yeah, I think. Yeah. But my point is nobody has talked about Dwight Howard. And, and, and are the Wizards still trading motherfucking everybody? Wasn't that the news story? The Wizards are moving Wall and Beal and Porter. They're going to trade everybody. Dwight Howard, I'll tell you what. one thing is for sure. This is not a conspiracy. Dwight Howard confirmed team ruiner. Yeah. He's ruined every team. Yeah. Minus the Magic. I mean, he took them to the finals. When he was a freak athlete. Nine years ago. Yeah. 2009. I'm real curious, though to get Stephen A. Smith's take on this. Because I was wondering, you know, this is one of those kind of not mainstream... It's weird, because it's mainstream on Twitter, but it's not mainstream, you know, ESPN type of content. So I was wondering, do you think Stephen A. Smith will be covering this? And I actually sent Stephen A. a message. Oh, boy. Yes. Did he get back to you? He did. In fact, he's been patiently waiting on the phone. I see the red Dirty Sports hotline all lit up. Stephen A., can you comment on this news about Dwight Howard and a transgender and all this crazy stuff going on? Well, Andy Ruther, thank you for calling me. First of all, I would just like to say that I believe that Dwight Howard can have sex with anybody he wants in 2018. You don't have to be magic. You don't have to be a wizard. Okay? To want to have sex with a man who looks like a woman that used to be a man who also dresses as a woman. Dwight Howard having sex with a trans... Is it transsexual? Look, back in my day when I grew up in Philadelphia and also New York simultaneously based on the teams that I root for, we just called it a tranny. I know that that is not appropriate anymore, but I'm not sure what you're supposed to call it. Am I? What is it? What is it? 
How do I refer to this person, Andy Rutha? I believe trans is the term. Just trans? That's that's more or less offensive than tranny. I mean, if I just called you and, would that be weird? Yes, of course it would. You're Andy. She a tranny. Anyway, moving on. This Dwight Howard story is blown out of proportion. Dwight Howard can have sex with anybody he wants, can have kids with anybody he wants, as long as he continues to grab, I don't know, 11 boards a game? And what? Let's be honest, Dwight Howard is not even really in the NBA anymore. I will weigh in on all kinds of things, NBA, all kinds of black men things in the NBA. Dwight Howard's barely in the NBA. What are we talking about here? So do you think this injury, you know, he's had a glute problem lately. Do you think this is related? Andy, I'm not a doctor, but the last time I checked, a glute was a buttock. You telling me this dude is having sex with dudes who used to be girls and were once again guys, and this guy's having a... I mean, what is this a mad TV sketch? Is this an in-living color sketch? I mean, this guy out with a butt injury? Well, Stephen A., let's talk about the basketball side of it. He's played long the enough. The basketball side of it is that the... The Washington Wizards should consider trading some players for this dude that Dwight Howard's having sex with. <laughs> he he at least getting all up in people's business. Okay, you laying down with Dwight Howard hasn't banged around the post in a while. This dude's banging around with Playboy Cardi, Cardi B, Kanye West, Akon, Dwight Howard, Odell Beckham. This dude's a banger. You don't have Cortana anymore. Get 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 this dude up in there, grabbing some rebounds, throwing some elbows. You need you need a little anger and a little somebody that's gonna bang around in your. It's been a long time since Gilbert Gilbert Arenas was in there with a fifty caliber gold gun. You need a guy who's gonna bang. So you're telling me Dwight Howard, six eleven. How many time NBA All Star? Eight time NBA All Star playing. If this dude's a top against Dwight Howard, yeah, we'll take you playing in the post. Wow, did not see that coming. Your take of all this is that Dwight's side piece or boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't know. You know, what a it lot is. of talk has been about these WNBA players want to get paid like NBA players. When you start fucking NBA players in the ass. You can get some money like NBA players. This dude, girl, chick, man, guy, lady, been hitting Dwight Howard with that back down. You know what I'm saying? Get her in the get her in the post. She'd be banging around Al Horford. You know, banging around with Enos Cantor. She loved to bang around with Enos. I can assure you, Enos Penis. She don't care. <laughs> get up there and bang around. All right, Stephen A. Smith. Any other questions for me no, regarding Stephen. trannies and transgenders and genders and Playboy Cardi? Stephen, I appreciate Does anybody know what Playboy Cardi sings, by the way? No, I do not. I have no clue. Well, Stephen A., thank you for joining the show, and uh, good luck tomorrow. I just want to say one thing before I go, yeah. because I'm on TV every day giving my opinion, and sometimes I talk a little too fast, and sometimes things can get confused. I just wanted to be clear that Dwight Howard, gay, straight, or otherwise, can have sex with men, women, or Playboy Cardi. I don't care. That's his choice. 
He's he's been in the NBA a long time, and even if he wasn't in the NBA, he'd still have that choice because he's like he's a grown ass man. Well, thank you, Stephen A. Have fun on first take tomorrow. Yeah, that was great. That was wow, wow, Stephen A. I didn't think he'd be so candid, so honest. Yeah, it seems like he just talks honestly. <laughs> yeah. He's got to get up to date on the terms, though. No, yeah, he called multiple people trannies during that. Yeah, highly offensive. Highly offensive. They can't use that term in 2018. No, glad I left the room. I don't even know if I corrected him appropriately. Is yeah. it just trans now? Andy, I stay out of this stuff entirely. Yeah. That's what, I left the room for a reason. Yeah. Because I, I, this might be a guilt by association for me. Yeah, yeah. Like this could come You just like, got Billy Bushed. This could ruin my career. Yeah. I mean, I do film in my studio apartment, yeah. but, you know, future. Locker room talk. Just say it's locker room talk. <laughs> well, Prano, we have a lot to get to. I feel like we should, excuse me, jump into NFL. Sure. Right? Let's do it. The games have just ended as far as Sunday games. The Packers, RIP their season. Yeah. Yeah, this the Packers. I mean, first of all, even I don't even know where to start with this Packers team. But like, they don't do anything all that well. Even down the stretch, they get they 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 got a punt, chance to tie the game, hit a dude in the face, recovered. Yeah. Like, it's bad. But can we just end Mike McCarthy? How I'm going to say this. Crossover to our college football talk. Get rid of Mike McCarthy. Bring in Jim Harbaugh. Interesting. Why not? Tell me Tell me why that's wrong. Why is that not the answer? Jim Harbaugh went to an NFC Championship game with Alex Smith and a Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick. I had a back and forth about Harbaugh yesterday. Yeah. Somebody on Facebook. Okay. Kid I went to high school with. Because he was saying how Harbaugh's so garbage, and, and, and I was like, dude, I hate to be that guy bringing in facts, but, I mean, Harbaugh's seasons, in no particular order, these were his seasons in San Francisco. 11-4-1, um, I believe. He, his first season, he wasn't 11-4-1. No, but his, no, he, I think he was. 13-3, 12-4. His worst season, he went 8-8, eight Yeah, is my point. And he unfairly got ran out of there. I wouldn't mind that because Harbaugh just can't win the big game, which is all that matters at Michigan. I mean, he's 0-4 now against Ohio State. Now, do but, I think... But hold on. But hold on. I, here's, here's the thing about that, though. And we'll, we'll obviously get into college football, but he was some... He, like, him making them good this year somehow made it like they were expected to win this game like were they ever really a better team they were four and a half point favorites right but that's sort of it's almost like he raised his own bar to the point where now people are like this was a you lost you were the you were the favorite here's my take on harbaugh in michigan this is his fourth year like you've had time to recruit these are all your players and and their record is ten and two. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad record, right? But they don't have. They lost to Notre Dame. 
They lost to Ohio State, so they lose to their two big rivals. You know, their wins... Notre Dame's undefeated. I know that. And Ohio State's Ohio State. Who has one loss, and I get that. He also gave up 62 points. No, they, I understand. They came in with the, I, you know I, they came in with the number one ranked defense I, in all of college football? I understand, but, but I'm saying that's a testament to Harbaugh. Yeah, but I, I get that, but also... That loss is on Harbaugh, in my opinion, 100%. You had the number one ranked defense. You gave up 62 points. Dude, I watched that whole game. They couldn't st- – Ohio- now, Ohio State, it looked faster and quicker, and that's Urban Meyer. He gets he gets the skill guys. Like, Ohio State basically gets the SEC-type players at right. the skill positions. But, look, do I kind of going full circle back to your point, do I think the Packers are a huge upgrade with Harbaugh versus McCarthy? Yeah, without a doubt. My thing is – how is it possible that people still defend McCarthy? Because I see it and hear it every day. I mean, we, we talked about Terry Bradshaw saying if he had to choose between the two, he would take McCarthy. I see every day people on Twitter saying that Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is overrated, that this isn't on McCarthy, that what it's like who doesn't watch what they're doing and go like, you shouldn't be losing these games. Well, they just, this week and then last week in Seattle, they had to combine six points in the second half. But also there's just plain old fashioned head coach mismanagement from well, clock to fourth down it happened and again tonight, to third down. The and timeout and then they run that play and they don't get it. You know, you, my, my thing is when it's fourth and short, do you know what the play I'm talking about? Yeah. When it's fourth and short and you have a guy who's mobile like Aaron Rodgers, either roll him out, he can run it, he can throw it. Don't just do a dive up the middle. I think Or just run a QB sneak. I was going to say. Which is just, 95% yes. effective in the NFL regardless of who your quarterback is. Or just do a QB sneak. But I mean, look, I got Rodgers' numbers up there. They're not good tonight. He Kirk Cousins actually had a really good game. I'm not putting this on Aaron Rodgers, but you know he's 17-28 for 198 yards. Like... They just, they need someone new in there, plain and simple. They do. And it's not a quarterback. It's a coach. What other, te- like, but here's, here's the question, and here's the thing I don't understand. People want to talk about how great Brady is for, for having five Super Bowls and how great this guy is and how great this is. Like, what single thing has Aaron Rodgers ever done where you're like, well, if Aaron Rodgers hadn't done this, then it would be a whole different thing. If they just had a quarterback who did what? The guy doesn't do anything but play well. Like, his numbers aren't good compared to Aaron Rodgers. No, he's only thrown, I don't know if you saw the stat. You know, he's 20 now, 20 touchdowns and one interception. He's the fewest interceptions of anybody with that many passes. Like, all he doesn't turn the ball over. Look, you're not going to get an argument here from me. I mean, he's the best. He skill wise, he's without a doubt the best quarterback. I agree in the NFL. And the idea it, every year that they go, like Father Time's undefeated. Every year that they go, if everybody, the layman and the and the you know expert agree that this guy's the best quarterback in the league every year that you go where you're going it, it comes down every year coach quarterback 
defense. This is what I do if I'm the Packers. How do you not make a move? I think Aaron Rodgers can run his offense. He's efficient. He's smart. He knows what the fuck he's doing. I think you get a defensive coach in there to say, hey, we're going to have a good defense. Just get a guy who knows what the fuck he's Aaron, doing. Aaron, run the offense. I, but the thing about Mike McCarthy is I'm not sure Mike McCarthy's qualified at any aspect of being a head coach. If you're winning nine games a year with Aaron Rodgers, you've grossly mismanaged the whole situation. You might not be a good offensive coach. You might not be a good defensive coach. You're not a good special teams coach. You don't know how to manage time. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Get the fuck out of here. It's it's the same thing as you like. Look at Andy Reid, okay? Andy Reid, time management, management fucking retard. Retard. Like, I'll use the R word when I'm talking about time management and Andy Reid. Retard. But you can judge people with how they do. There was a time last year where people were talking about Alex Smith being an MVP candidate. Patrick Mahomes is straight up an MVP candidate. So go back in history. How good is Donovan McNabb? Donovan McNabb isn't good. He wasn't good. Putting together like average NFL seasons when you're the guy who turns Alex Smith into an MVP candidate, Patrick, you aren't good. It's very simple to take, put the pieces together. Aaron Rodgers is the best. Mike McCarthy can't manage to fucking make the playoffs with him. Mike McCarthy is retarded. I think he'll be fired. He has to be. I think he'll be fired. And if he doesn't, Aaron Rodgers should hold out and leave. Well, let's hope it happens because we do not need to see another wasted year of Rodgers' ability. No one wants Mike McCarthy to be retained more than Bears fans, Vikings fans, Lions fans. It's a tough division now, too. I think the Vikings are starting to put it together. They looked good defensively tonight. I've always been a fan of Zimmer. Obviously, the Bears' defense. I mean, the Bears went into Detroit. Not that Detroit's the best team. They went with Chase Daniel making his second start of his career. Yeah. Like, they controlled that game. I'm going to say it right fucking now because I got in so many arguments with people about... We're talking about tying in college with the NFL, about defense. You know, to me, the lack of defense at the Big 12 plays, that Oklahoma, that Ohio State has played this year. I'll say it the same way for the Chiefs and the Rams. Guys, defense matters come playoffs. It completely matters. If the Chiefs and Rams play how they've played defensively, neither team, mark this down, will not win a single playoff game. If they play how they've been playing, in my opinion, a single playoff game? Not meaning, a single playoff meaning game. Meaning you're going to take the Rams on a bye losing to who? The Vikings losing to Carolina. Like, who are they losing to? I'll, I'll, I'll put a number on it. If the Rams or Chiefs give up 30 points in a game, they will not win. Because I think these other teams, like a Vikings, like a Bears, are going to clamp down. And the same way for the Chiefs. Sorry, I don't see the Bears coming into fucking the Los Angeles Coliseum. Look at the look at what it took. 
Look at the Chiefs Rams game that it took to like they're not gonna they're not coming into the Coliseum and holding them to twenty points. I know, but are you listening to what I'm saying? I'm saying if the Rams give up thirty points, let's say the Chiefs I'm sorry, let's say the, the Bears come into LA Coliseum. Yeah, but the the Bears aren't scoring thirty points. I'd like to think you're right, but I don't know at this point with these teams' defenses. That's all I'm saying. I think that there's. I think it all depends on sort of your matchups. Okay, I mean, like, fair enough. Like if you look at the AFC with the Chiefs, like okay, yeah, maybe they they somehow draw a a, a strong defensively Chargers team, and that's like that could you know, and a division rival, and somebody they've already played twice this year, or in a second round after a bye, but like. I mean, are the Chargers? Well, here it is right now. Let me put it up on the uh, the old dent are, are, screen. But my my th- my point is is are the, like you talk about the Chiefs and their defense. They're they're drawing a fucking what uh, a Texans team after a, a bye, and suddenly this Texans team like the, do they play fucking defense? Do the, do the Steelers really play fucking defense? Do the Patriots really play like who's playing a ton of defense? I think those teams you just mentioned. Play better defense. Play better defense than the but Chiefs, the, but also yeah, and the Ravens play better defense. But the Ravens can't score points but, with but, the, but the, the Chiefs. We're looking at it right now. We're looking at the current yeah the current playoffs. So do, I always forget. Remind me. Do they reseed it? They reseed it after the first week, right? Yeah. So I'll just ask you: Would you be shocked, Prano, if the Steelers or the Chargers went in to Arrowhead and won. I wouldn't at all. Uh, would I be shocked? No. Would I bet on it? No. Like, would I be like, they're not going to fucking win a playoff game at home if they have to face one of those teams? No. Well, what about, and then in the NFC? I mean, the Rams welcoming the, the first of all, they, they had the Vikings come to LA. And, they and the Vikings them. couldn't keep up. Yeah. The Cowboys? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on the Cowboys at all. I, I'm just saying again. To me, it's, the 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 Redskins who are leaving the the fucking NFC right now. No, 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 no. I wouldn't put them either. But again, that's why I put the number at thirty. That's why I'm just saying thirty. But thirty points is it's a lot. Yeah. But the Rams and Chiefs defense have been giving up a lot. That's all I'm saying. We all know every sport the defense is normally tightened up come playoffs. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying. Like even Denver has played the Chiefs in two pretty close games where the Chiefs didn't go... Denver's played everybody in a pretty close game. Yeah, but that's all I'm saying, like where the Chiefs didn't go psycho. Anyway, look, I hope obviously... I I have no rooting interest in fucking any team up there I'm looking at other than saying, like, I hope the Cowboys and the Redskins rot. And like you know, the Patriots, you know, are cheating and fuck, fuck Bill O'Brien. But like, I don't care. I'm not rooting for the Chiefs or rooting for the Rams or rooting for the Saints. I don't give a single fuck. But my point is like, this is just the way it's going, where the scores keep going up and up and up. The idea of the the Chiefs giving up a shit ton of points in Arrowhead in a playoff game and still waxing the shit out of you know a fucking Ravens team is like it's not unheard of. Good. Give up twenty eight points and lose and, and win forty five twenty eight. Win forty five thirty one. They came on the road to to LA. They played a hundred point football game. 
But LA has a shitty defense. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Both teams have shitty defenses right now. Now things can change. We're still six weeks out. A lot of people that seem to play the fucking Chiefs have a shitty defense. A lot of teams that play the Rams suddenly have a shitty defense. These teams are scoring forty points a game. No, I know. Look, I, I just think this is just my my opinion on this is that come playoff time, I don't think you can be giving up thirty points. I mean, I've set the number pretty fucking high. I've also set it high because these teams are giving up thirty points on a regular basis. That's all I'm saying. Uh, look, I, I think a lot of these matchups right now... I mean, this is ridiculous, by the way. Right now, two teams from the NFC East are in after all that talk. I think a lot of these matchups are kind of interesting, though. Yeah. I don't think it'll stay like that, but for sure. It, it'll change for sure, but I, I think it's very interesting. I mean, it's wild right now because you have teams like Baltimore who continue to win. Lamar Jackson didn't have a good game. Yeah. And they still waxed Oakland. There's a lot of bad teams. I've been saying that. I think I put the number at six, and I'm not sure I'm going to agree with that. Like, of the teams up there, are six of them g- good teams? I'll say six. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say seven are good. Well, here's the good teams that we're looking at: Chiefs, Patriots, Patriots Saints, Saints, Rams, Bears, Chargers, Steelers. Steelers? So we have seven teams. Steelers, six and a half. Bears, like, they're good, but like... I think Vikings can be good if their defense plays very well. Yeah, Vikings can be... Okay. You and I are giving no love right now to the Texans. I'm not giving love to the Texans. I'm Deion Sanders up here saying, like, the Texans are like they're just giving the Texans the division. I think the Texans win that division. Okay. I, I'm certainly not rubber stamping them. But Andrew Luck is playing out of his mind right now. If if the, like, what percent chance do you give to the Tennessee Titans winning tomorrow night? Who's playing? Can we figure this out? I, I'm pretty sure it's Mariota. All right, you grab your phone. Let me look this up. All right, what's the what's the line here? And this is in Texas. I'm pretty sure it's like four. Um, why? Why is this always so difficult? Just give me the goddamn line. It is three and a half. Houston is a three-and-a-half-point favorite as of as of today. And we haven't picked this game. No. I'm going to take the Titans. I'll take the Texans. Let's do it. Uh, can we talk about them for a minute? Sure. Can we talk about their owner? Dead. I don't know anything about him. Not related to Steve McNair, correct? No. Steve McNair revenge game tomorrow night. <laughs> Too soon. This is what I have to say. You do know a little something about him. Okay. He, he was the owner last year who said the inmates cannot be running the prison. Right. Well, I can say two things for certain. Uh, he's definitely a dumb, racist, redneck fuck. And also, him saying that doesn't prove that. <laughs> he's also just your fucking uncle at Thanksgiving dinner. But this is why I want to bring it up. 
Look, we all say dumb shit at times. So I, I'm not here to shit on the guy because he just died. Like, I'm not going to play that I don't game. give a single fuck that he died. Okay. Well, I don't really either. But my point is this. They were doing so many tributes to him today. And I was curious to see. And I almost put this out on Dirty Sports Twitter. But then I thought, I'm not going to get into it with these people. Because I just, I don't have the patience. I'd rather air this out where we have, you know, an actual avenue like our podcast. Where we can talk about it. Jim Nance and Romo are doing this. Romo at one point said, was saying how he's such a good guy and this and that. And I was reading Twitter and of course, mostly black people were like, dude, like he basically called all NFL players fucking inmates last year. But like, that's also a phrase, right? That's like, you could say that. I thought that got blown out of proportion while also saying with 100% certainty that he was a dumb, racist fucking cunt. But my point is this. We always talk about the old white guys in the NFL. They're going to start dying off like this. I'm just looking in the future. I think that would be the best thing for the league. We uh, we like you think his fucking Texas oil man son's not also a dumb racist? Maybe not as stupid. That's all I'm saying. I I think, dude, if you look at the average age of all these owners, if let's say, let's say. Eight to ten owners knock off in the next four to five years that they're that are your typical old racist white dudes. I think it changes the dynamic of the league. I I don't think it does all that much. They're still fucking billionaires, kids. Like you you know what percentage of billionaires, thirty something children are fucking Republicans? A hundred percent. But do you think they're just as racist? Maybe maybe they're better about hiding it. Maybe I'm giving uh, too much credit, is what you're saying? Yeah. The, if they're if some racist eighty five year old man's got four sons, one of them's got to take over. It's not the one who fucking went to art school and was in a band and was like, you know, I think we should consider not calling them inmates. It's like, shut the fuck up, hippie. <laughs> It's just such a such a league run by just old racist white dudes. I mean, look, I don't know them all on a case by case basis, so like I'm not gonna throw the whole race they're all racist under a blanket. Certainly old rich dudes. You know, the uh the percentages say if you're a fucking billionaire, you know, you have certain old money thoughts but uh but look the Kaepernick thing is but that's certainly my, proof that the majority that's my point believes and the vocal majority and the powerful majority because guess what what's his name on the fucking Ravens can't throw a fucking football but he sure is athletic and he sure can run and they're sure winning football games. So if you're out there and you're the fucking owner of the Jaguars and you're watching Blake Bortles bald ass fucking take you from AFC Championship game to slop heap shit trough disasterville, hey man, maybe find a Lamar Jackson type who doesn't even fucking throw the ball but is just not going to fucking... Turn it over all that goddamn much. 
Yeah. Who's that? Is he out there? Because guess what? There's a lot of fucking bad teams right now. And when there's a lot of bad teams, you know what can win? Just running the ball. Just like make it simpler. What did you make of how everything played out today in Cincinnati with the Browns and Bengals? Well, it was all the fucking hype. All the new, I mean, I got into it with people regarding Hugh Jackson and his place. Hugh Jackson is the single, I said it, I tweeted it, the single worst coach in sport. Meaning there ain't a worse basketball coach. There ain't a worse hockey coach. There ain't a worse fucking softball coach. There ain't a worse. How much worse can you be than having being the coach of the single worst season ever, tied for the second worst season ever, and then going to coach the defense of the team that your former team is playing two weeks later and getting your fucking shit pushed in. Not by a good team. Not by a good team. By the fucking Browns. The Browns showed up in Cleveland knowing that their former head coach, who knows absolutely everything that they're going to do, is on their sideline, working with others' team defense, and they score 35 points. Hugh Jackson is a fucking joke. And I'm sick and tired. Hugh Jackson ever appearing in name or face on television and not immediately being followed by some announcer going, there's the biggest fucking idiot who's ever walked on a sideline is like you should be a, a you should be fired as a broadcaster if you don't say that. And I tweeted he's the worst coach. Do you know what people replied to me and were arguing with me? People go, uh Jeff Fisher. I was I was blown away. Jeff Fisher coached in the NFL for 22 seasons. Jeff Fisher was just the definition of mediocrity. First of all, Jeff Fisher had an over 500 record as a coach in 22 seasons. He had a 13-win season. He had, I think, two 12-win seasons, multiple 11-win seasons, 10-win seasons. You can say he was mediocre at the at the end, when maybe the game passed him by, and he's in fucking St. Louis or in L.A., but let's not forget he was a really good coach with the Titans when maybe the league was completely different. But putting a guy that managed to be over five hundred for twenty two seasons in the NFL had a thirteen win season, had a Super Bowl appearance against a guy who's eleven and forty four in his career, including an zero and sixteen season. A 1-15 season? He's the worst coach that has ever walked the sideline of any field in any sport ever. He took over for the Bengals defense playing his former team. They lose to the Browns. Baker Mayfield throws for four touchdowns. Four. They haven't won a game since he... Join the staff. They give it 50 points at home to the Saints. He's awful. He doesn't even have a job except go like, do you know what they're like? You were their former coach. 
Do you know what they're going to do? And he was like, they're going to do this. And it turns out he was completely wrong. And mark my words, because I'm seeing the reports out there. Hugh Jackson will be. The There's no way. Yes. There, he, yes. Let me say I'll it. bet anything against it. I, I wouldn't put my money on it because I'm not that confident, but. I have a I have a big inkling that Hugh Jackson will be the next coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. How could they do that? Because they they don't care. But there there's no you have, uh, you know the 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 saying follow the money. There's no conspiracy here. You can't make money losing more football games than you win. This is not your benefit. Why would you do that? Because the Bengals owner Mike Brown doesn't care about winning. If you you have to dive. What real, does he care about? His state well won his stadium deal because the the Bengals stadium deal because it was paid through by taxpayers. It's not just the games. Just so people know. So and a lot of a lot of teams have this deal set up with counties. So every time somebody rents out, you know, there's ballrooms. Sure. You know, it's a whole massive thing. It's yeah. not just the field, right. of course. My point is, when people are renting these ballrooms out for stadiums, for or I'm sorry, the stadium for prom, for weddings, for all these different events, he sees money. He makes but, money. But again, so follow the money. First of all, you make more money if you host a playoff game. Sure. You make you make more money if you ha- if you make the playoffs. You make more money renting your ballroom for proms if your team is good. No one wants to go to the 0-16 Bengals ballroom for a fucking prom. But he doesn't care. He really doesn't care about money. I'm sorry, winning. He cares about money. Yeah. That's it. Make a financial decision. This is the same thing I've been talking about with fucking Colin Kaepernick. People go, well, the money, people are going to boycott. It's like, you're going to sell it all. We've already saw Every NFL game sells out all the time. Well, that's so not now, true necessarily anymore. But to a ninety percent, I don't right? know. I, I don't know what the numbers are right now. No I one's selling out. No one's no one's selling sixty five percent of their tickets. I ha- they're I, not. I haven't looked at them. I just know, kind of back to Bengals owner Mike Brown real quick. If he cared, Marvin would not still be there. I mean, plain and simple. Or he's stupid and he thinks that Marvin gives them the best chance to fucking make the playoffs because he does make the playoffs. But either way, let's talk about the whole this whole thing that a million people have fucking taken a hardline stance on that I don't know why we can't agree with both people. Baker Mayfield's all doesn't want to hug Hugh Jackson after the game and people are saying he's like butthurt. First of all, Hugh Jackson as a human being, decided to start coming off his 85-yard playoff appearance, Tyrod Taylor over Baker Mayfield. So one, if I'm Baker Mayfield, I don't like him for that. But why doesn't Baker just say that? That's my problem. He did say that. He then said... Did he say because he didn't start me? No, but then he said... But I'm saying... But I'm saying what he also... Forget that. He also said, this guy asked us to fucking play for him. Two weeks after he's here, he goes to a division rival and he takes some fucking shithead, fake-ass job. Take your fucking money and go fucking home, you. You got paid to be the worst thing that's ever walked the sideline in any sporting event ever. Take your money and go fucking home. Can I agree that Baker Mayfield can think that 
Hugh Jackson needing a couple extra bucks for the rest of the season to go to a fucking to to stay in the the Underground Railroad that is the AFC North and continue hiding for a paycheck is just as fucked up. And and also think that if Hugh Jackson wants to fucking have some if if Hugh Jackson wants to go from being the owner of a pizza shop to the guy who mops the floors at the end of the night, then that's also his prerogative. Can I agree with both of these people? Do I have to pick a side here? Can I think that Hugh Jackson is a total fucking kook? Go take your money and go the fuck home, bro. You embarrass yourself. Now you're still embarrassing yourself? And can I also agree that Baker Mayfield thinks, yeah, that's a shithead move. There wasn't some other asshole coach. Mike McCarthy's also an asshole who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Couldn't have caught on in his staff. Yeah, but my, my problem with Baker, again, was... He's got to kiss the guy in the mouth? No, no, I don't care. I don't care about that. I just his press conference to me. He just he just looks like a douche to me. It's just say the things how you feel. Say, look, man, I should have started from day one. Say that. But maybe he does feel that the guy leaving his team. He didn't and- leave. He got fired. That's all I'm trying to say. He got fired. Well, he got fired because he sucks. And we agree, right? He sucks. And then he got fired. He's in nobody's opinion except maybe the other dumbest person alive qualified to be on the sideline of an NFL team. Yeah, but Baker... And then he's going to do it two weeks before the Browns play there? Look, Hugh Jackson's a fucking idiot. I'm not defending Hugh. I also think Baker, like, you you just... you. Here's my thing with Baker. He comes across like... Oh, I've always got this chip on my shoulder. Like, I'm so, I'm just over that. Does that make sense? I'm over the, like, I was the walk-on. I got the, like, dude, get, you were the number one pick. Get over the chip. I got this chip. He left the team. He didn't buy, like, dude, just shut up and fucking play. Like, 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 you, you had a great game today. You threw four touchdowns. This whole, like, I got this fucking revenge thing. I just think, I think he's petty. Fucking Hugh Jackson's a total fucking boob, as you would say. Like, they're all fucking idiots. Right. So, but like, but can I also like that? That's my thing. Is like, can I also just fucking agree with everybody here too? If if I agree with Baker Mayfield, I think Hugh Jackson's a fucking. Oh, I think Hugh Jackson already the biggest loser walking is an even bigger loser taking some shithead, not fucking real coach. He's not the defensive coordinator. They didn't fire their. Often, didn't they fire their offensive coordinator two weeks ago? They fired the defensive coordinator. He's not the defensive coordinator. Didn't they fire the offensive coordinator last season? Yeah. He's not the offensive coordinator. He's he's second clueless black head coach on our sideline. Is but, that his position? But, but that's what, what does that say about the fucking Marvin Lewis and the Cincinnati Great. Bengals? Marvin Lewis and the Cincinnati Bengals are also fucking stupid. What? Hugh Jackson, you've already embarrassed yourself enough. Now you got to fucking take this job too? Hugh Jackson, go home. Take your clipboard that clearly has doodles of your fucking dick on it and go the fuck home. <laughs> no, do not. You are great for our show. Keep coaching. Become the Cincinnati Bengals' next head coach. Please. Hire him. Show your stupidity, Mike Brown. Show the city of Cincinnati how much you truly do hate winning. How much you don't give a shit about well, the people? Well, you gotta say you gotta give Mike Brown one. You gotta, you gotta give him credit for one thing. He ain't racist. 
No, I'll agree with that. I'm not racist. If you're black and fucking incompetent, Mike Brown will hire. Mike Brown is essentially the fucking postmaster general at this point. <laughs> and whatever you do, Mike Brown, stay away from my boy, Russell Wilson. Yeah, your boy. Good game today. Great game. It went back and forth. Graham Gano cannot hit a field goal unless it's from 75 yards against the Giants to end a fucking game. That fucking twat. Your boy Cam played well, too. So let's well, yeah, let's talk about this game, and then we got to talk Cam Russ because the, the, sometimes we do the show, and I can't believe the responses that we get from fucking people. Before we do that, I got to give some love to Christian McCaffrey, too. Yeah, he's legit. Yeah, but I don't think he's getting the cred. They should give him the ball more. Dude, Christian McCaffrey is... Not only is he so fucking fast in the open field, he's tough as shit in between the tackles. I agree. They should give him the ball more. I agree. Give the guy the damn ball. Back and forth game. Uh, Yeah, both those guys played well. I think Cam was perfect in the first half. Uh, your boy had a huge throw at the end of the game. Ballsy throw, fourth and three. This game, to me, is why I like Russ, though. A lot of times, in my opinion, and not my opinion, he does. A lot of times, he plays well when it matters. Look, back-to-back weeks, say what we want about Mike McCarthy and you know whatever, the fucking Packers. He came back and he won. Last week against Aaron Rodgers. He comes back this week on the road. And the thing is, the Panthers had not lost on the road all year. In fact, the Panthers... At home. Uh, yeah, sorry. The Panthers had not... I've said the Panthers are not as good as their record. And now they're, what, three straight losses? Yeah, and I'm not saying the Panthers are the best team ever. The Panthers had won 10 straight at home, is all I'm saying. Right. Uh, I'm putting on my uh, it, it putting a, on my glasses here. It was a good, I have something It was a you. good team effort, though. That's what I do want to say about the Seahawks in general. I watched the whole game... They held on fourth and one, I believe, twice in the first half, their defense. And uh, we talk about coaches, uh, people who watch that game, Rivera. Yeah. Or, or I've said Rivera suspect for fucking a long time. You suspect, and then also you throw North Turner in that because he's the offensive coordinator. Yeah. You're making some suspect calls when you... Dude, fourth and one twice. Twice. You have Cam Newton. Why are we not doing QB sneaks? Because he's stupid. So anyway, so what do you want to? Uh, so here, I want I want to do I want to set this up with a statement, and then I want to give you just some facts. And I want you to digest it, and I hope that you'll give me the floor because what, what the statement that I want to start with is I I hear the dirt balls. I hear people saying you guys argue about the same shit too much and want to just but what's amazing is a lot of times and you've been very critical of the dirt balls ability of to listen. Sometimes I'm like you guys aren't fucking listening. For example, somebody tweeted at me the other day and he goes, "I can't listen to the to the the uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's debate anymore. Why can't you guys just agree?" And then he listed everything I've ever said about Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm like, well, motherfucker, if we could agree that what I feel about Ryan Fitzpatrick was right, then we wouldn't be having a fucking argument. So either you're not listening that Ruther doesn't agree with that, or I don't know what the fuck to tell you. 
on Saturday, I believe it was, our boy, number one ranked dirtball, CT, slides into the DMs. He says, Panthers, Seahawks this weekend. I think you guys skipped it. I don't think you guys did your pick. Would have been a perfect uh, opportunity for a Cam Russ debate. To which I'm like, there is no Cam Russ debate. The Cam Russ debate, I've never once argued Cam is a better quarterback than Russell Wilson. In fact, my only argument ever was that these guys are remarkably similar in the exact same class, have very similar deficiencies, and when you were arguing how great Russ was, I was like, give Cam Newton that defense, he'll go undefeated. So, so to what? which to which the next year he had a lights out defense, he went fifteen and one and won the MVP. So here's what I want to point out. And I hope again that you'll let me speak and then I'll let you respond uh, however you want. Well, this is hilarious. Freno, who loves cutting me off, is is wanting me to let him so, speak. Russ is in his seventh season. Correct. Cam Newton is in his eighth season. Russ has twenty four thousand three hundred and sixty eight passing. This is before this weekend, by the way. I think we can all agree one game isn't here or there. It's not gonna sure. throw, throw any of these stats out of whack. He had twenty four 1,368 total passing yards. Cam in his eighth season, 27,517 total passing yards. If you broke it down by full seasons, Russ would have 3,481 yards per season while Cam was at 3,439 yards per season. So about given that these they're not in their full season right now and also this game, we're talking about a difference of like 50 to 75 yards a season. They're pretty, yeah, they're basically the same. Remarkably the same. Now, Cam actually averages more yards per game than Russ, but Cam also has missed a bunch of games in his career for injury, which I have argued many times. I'm a guy who will argue, hey, Eli Manning has greater stats than Ben Roethlisberger. I'll take the guy who plays over the guy who doesn't. Other people have argued that they will take the guy who's going to put up better numbers even when he's not on the field, whatever. Like I'm all for a durability guy, so... Despite the fact that Cam actually throws for more yards a game than Russ, pretty close, 231 to 229. Now, my feelings on Cam Newton. What? I, hold on. Hold on. I have a question. I, hold on. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? So, my big complaint about Cam Newton Cam Newton is not an accurate quarterback. Cam Newton, 59.4% completion percentage. Is that low? Yes. completion percentage for Russ. Great. Fantastic. He's more accurate. I've been critical of Cam Newton's accuracy. That is my major issue. Now, my issue with Russell Wilson, kind of a fucking kook in the pocket. Gets sacked way more often than he should, considering his athleticism. Holds the ball too long. Russell Wilson has been sacked 280 times in his six and a half seasons. Cam has been sacked 276 times. So Russ has already been sacked more times than Cam. He gets sacked 8.3% of his plays or his dropbacks. Cam, 6.9%. Russell gets sacked 2.7 times per game to Russ. To Cam, sorry, Russ 2.7 times a game to Cam's 2.31. So you take their completion percentage and your sacks. These are my two issues with those two guys. So let's cancel that out. Now, Russ, 33 33 yards a game rushing. 
Cam, 39 yards a game rushing. Total TDs, 236 for Cam, 201 for Russ. On a per-game basis, 1.98 TDs per game for Cam, 1.89 TDs a game for Russ. Okay, well, Hold on. I, what? I have literally one more. Dear God. 0.84 interceptions per game for Cam, because he throws more interceptions, to 0.57 interceptions per game for Russ. Significantly better for Russ. Now, hold on. Russ has fumbled the ball 69 times in his seven years to Cam's 52. How many of those has he lost? Does that fucking actually matter? We're talking about ball control, all that. Like, yeah, it matters to me. Okay, fine. I don't know. If, we'll if, look it up. If, I'm just the point saying, is, if, if a running back fumbles it 10 times in a season, but he gets eight of those back, then I'll say, well, you know, he gets the okay. ball back. So we'll look that up for Andy. I didn't think that was actually a factor, but we'll look it up. My point is this. These guys, one in his eighth season, one in his seventh, are remarkably similar players. If you break down those stats on a thing, it's remarkably similar. And what I would like to point out is, if you said to me... Are you bringing up a debate that we had four years ago? No. No. Because the thing is, I'm not debating anything about these guys. I, the same thing I said to CT in the text, and the same thing I've said, both of these guys are not elite quarterbacks. Both of these guys are improved by the fact that they have freak athleticism that will only fall as they get older, and that's going to fall. Now, Cam, being a guy who rushes for a lot more touchdowns, is going to fall more than Russ. But, but, but hold on. Let me just say this. If somebody said Cam... Newton was better than Rodgers, Breeze, Brady, Rivers, Luck, Ryan, Big Ben, or Patrick Mahomes, who has already thrown for more touchdowns this season than Russ or Cam have in any full season in their careers, you would spit in their face and you'd be right. And I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not sure what you're trying to argue here. because I'm trying to argue that Cam is not better than any of those guys, nor does nor is anybody... With Cam's exact same fucking stats. Well, first of all, they are similar. And Cam also won an MVP. Yep. Deservingly so. Yep. Went 15-1. and Went to a Super Bowl. Ironically, Russell Wilson and his numbers, if you break them down side by side, that year that he won the MVP, are actually very similar, too. They're remarkably similar players. So, this whole notion that... I love that you brought up a lot of those other guys, and that's fine, but... Again, I'm I'm not going to go down this again because if we if we look at like like let's take today is why I like Russell Wilson. Today is also why I like a guy like Cam Newton. They both played pretty good games. Now they're very similar quarterbacks. I'm not disagreeing with that. That that is not an argument I'm here to have. But you're also not I, I, making an argument that Cam. You would never. Nor should anybody make the argument that Cam Newton's a top five quarterback in the NFL. Nor should anybody make an argument that Cam's better than any of those guys. But Russ has also won a lot more playoff games. I know it's a team sport. Uh, I think he's also been better for the most part, you know, on certain games like today. I, I, I think today is an example where... But on a game... But do you take today's game and you spread it out over the course? The, it, in the end, it's a wash. And by the way, guess what, Andy? If you're going to take Russ over Cam, go for it. 
So am I. I'm going to take Russ over Cam. No, I would. Of course I would. And so am I. I'm not debating And you that. know why I'm going to take Russ over Cam? Because as Cam gets older, he's going to stop being able to be a third and one tailback, a third and goal tailback. As Russ gets older, yeah, he's going to get less athletic. Well, he's already he, running the ball way less. Right. He's not running the ball this year. Right. But also, he's more of a pocket passer and he's more accurate. But guess what? In the end, I'm not taking any of them over those guys. And honestly, and that's fine, Joe. And honestly, if you were out there and you were arguing with somebody who said, I'm going to take Cam Newton over Patrick Mahomes, you'd say, You're fucking stupid. If you're going to take him over Matt Ryan, you'd say, You're fucking stupid. And that's, again, we can disagree, and that's fine. I'm not going to sit here and, and really go too much back and forth because there is no back and forth. You know, you've, you've compared these two, and what I would like to do, and maybe I'll do this, is I'll break down after seven seasons. Both Cam and Russ and Matt Ryan and Ben Roethlisberger and Eli Manning and fuck it, throw in Drew Brees and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and you'll be shocked. I don't think you realize, because I've already done a lot of it, you'll be shocked to see after seven seasons, Russ has a lot better numbers or right on par with a lot of those guys. And the reason I like Russell Wilson, and here's a stat right here, like, you know, he's thrown the most fourth quarter touchdown passes since last year. It's like, he isn't going to be the flashy Drew Brees put up numbers. You're right. He's going to be Cam Newton. But, but hold on a second. But would I take Russ over a Matt Ryan in a second? Fuck yeah. But again... Because, because absolutely also, based in nothing. No, but it is. If, if, if I took... <laughs> Not based on what's happening right now in the NFL. He's thrown 200 yes, less passes this year, Joe. So, so if, if you want to say this year, let's compare... But this is what you always forget. Russell Wilson doesn't throw the ball. That, that's what I wanted to bring up even during this debate. I'd be curious to see because maybe that is also similar. It probably is similar. The number of passes Cam and Russ have thrown. Russell Wilson... There are stats if you go... Are, Basically fucking identical. But my, With a little bit here and there, but give, give, when you give the, a fact that Cam runs the ball a little more, Russ is a little more accurate, Cam gets sacked less, Russ, but, it's but remarkably similar. When, when we're looking at quarterbacks, I this is me personally. I'm not going to penalize Russ or anybody for throwing the ball less. Like, 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 like No, but you're going to agree, and we all agree, that... Pete Carroll's a pretty goddamn good coach. And they have a good running game this year. Yeah. And But I also and, know And regardless of what who Drew Brees is running, he throws the ball twenty five to thirty times a game. Because he's Drew Brees. I, I already said I'm not gonna compare Drew Brees to Russell Wilson. I'm not doing that. But what I am gonna do is I'm gonna say Russell Wilson and fuck it, I'll throw Cam in this. Like, now he finally has a great dynamic guy in fucking Christian McCaffrey. Fun fucking player to watch. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He can do many things for you. I'm just saying, we look at a guy like Russell Wilson. Dude, his wide receivers are fucking Doug Baldwin and Tyler Lockett. I don't want him throwing the ball 40 times a game to them when I know he has a good running game. Now, if I'm Matt Ryan down in Atlanta and I have Calvin Ridley and I have Mohamed Sanu and I have Julio Jones, fuck yeah, sling that ball because those guys can also do yards after catch. So to me, it's like, what are we comparing here? Well, we're comparing, but that's the 
like that's the Drew Brees thing. Everybody's saying, "Oh, Drew Brees, who would he ever have? He he never had a fucking single thousand yard receiver." And blah 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 blah. That's like you know who you know Tom Brady's got to throw to fucking Edelman and Welker and Hogan. It's a white guy bonanza. When's the guy? When's the time that Tom Brady had a fucking true you know dynamic sure. wide receiver? We can do that all day long. The bottom line is, but I you think Brady love. To fucking throw it out. And I'm saying, I like, I think they're both great quarterbacks, but they're both, they both have glaring holes in their game that I don't think get better with age. And I think that they're identical in terms, and yeah, I'll take Russ over Cam because what gets better with his age, what gets worse with his age, it doesn't have nearly the effect of what gets worse with Cam's. If you're going to go down the goal line and Russ is going to get, a bunch of fourth quarter fucking touchdowns every year because half the games he scores five points in the first half and they have 90 yards of offense and he has these fucking wild second halves where everybody goes into the fucking prevent. Great. But I'll take that over Cam Newton who's running the ball in from two yards because you're not going to do that at 40. You're just plain old not going to do that. And I've said before, I said, I said it to CT, the amount of money that you're paying, they're Dwight Howard's. They're Dwight Howard's. Well, I just, I respectfully disagree. Okay. You can respectfully disagree all you want while also saying, you're right. They're identical across the board, basically. And no one alive that doesn't wear a Carolina Panthers jersey on Sunday would ever argue that Cam Newton is a top five quarterback in the NFL. That's all I'm asking for. You'd agree when you look at it. You're right. Let me ask you this. 100% comparable. Is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Is... Uh, let's just go through it. Is Philip Rivers a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Is Tom Brady a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Again, after their first seven seasons. Guess what? Hold, hold on, just let me finish. Because I let, I let you have your thing. After their first seven seasons, if we put Russell Wilson yeah. side by side, those guys... You're 100% right. His, and if you put Dwight Howard after his first seven seasons. And Dwight Howard's and a Hall of Famer. And you put Chris Collinsworth, and you put all these guys. But guess what? You don't make the Hall of Fame for seven seasons. Sandy Koufax made the Hall of Fame. He's the guy. He's the guy who gets in for doing something for seven seasons. But but even even all so even, when Russ is doing it for twenty, I'll even put Cam into this. I'll even I'll even put Cam. So when in. Cam's still running, when Cam has fifty eight career rushing touchdowns, when Cam's second eight seasons Hold he has fifty eight rushing touchdowns. Then we can talk about Cam as a, but otherwise. But if you don't, but Prano, this is what's so interesting in all the, in just in quarterback arguments in general. At the end of the day, let's look at those two guys on, on their resume. One has a Super Bowl ring. Mm-hmm. We know it's a team sport, but that's still going to help him out. One has an MVP. We don't know how much even Cam is, you're assuming all this stuff is going to digress or not evolve his game. You're just assuming that Cam can't evolve his game. He's already evolved his game this year. He's he's throwing at a much higher completion percentage this year under a guy like North Turner. I'm just saying these guys have been successful and played at a high level, a high level enough to one win a Super Bowl. One's already won eight playoff games. One's already won an MVP. So the argument of that they're just going to suddenly suck. No, I didn't say suck. Is kind I said of that there are glaring holes in their game are going to continue to actually get worse as they get less athletic. Russell Wilson gets sacked more than anybody but you're in the game. That again, yeah, because Russell Wilson only doesn't get sacked more because he's athletic. What is is Tom Brady? 
scrambling for first downs. But what I don't understand is if they're continuing to play at a high level. Okay. So let's see if that happens. You're just you. You've been on this high horse with both those guys for a minute. I mean, you even said that Russell Wilson wasn't going to be on the Seahawks next year. I'd be shocked if he wasn't. He's going to be on the Seahawks. He's their franchise quarterback. I just don't understand. You have this thing with both these guys for some reason. They can evolve their games. That's all I'm saying. Drew Brees' game certainly evolved when he got down to fucking New Orleans. He didn't have lights out numbers in San Diego. Right. He had he had Drew Brees. Here's what's so crazy about Drew Brees. Drew Brees had shoulder surgery. They, they were so. Do we so, think we do, do? We think that Cam Newton is a Sean Payton away from being Drew Brees? I'm not saying that, but I'm, I'm putting this in context by by using this. Drew Brees. They were so worried about his shoulder. No this, one, by the on, way, for people who don't know this, Nick Saban, when he was the Dolphins' head coach, passed on Drew Brees. No one is saying Cam Newton doesn't have a better arm than every single guy we mentioned, with the exception of Patrick Mahomes. Jamarcus Russell has a better arm than all of them. That ain't the story. That ain't the question. Best athlete of the bunch? I'll go Cam, Mahomes, Russ. Then the rest of those guys. Maybe, I don't know, fucking Goff. But I don't necessarily need my quarterback to be a super athlete. And that's fine. I I'm just my only point is like this. today's game. My only point is this. Again, I just want you to put you're, you accuse me of being a fucking Eli Stan all the time. Just keep it in perspective, dude. You you basically walk around day in and day out saying Cam Newton is without a doubt a top five quarterback in the NFL, and it's not even an argument. That's what you argue. No, what I'm arguing is, first of all... You what, are arguing that. No, Joe, you're trying to... This is what you do. You're, you try to put stuff in my mouth. What I'm saying is... What I'm saying is... Both of those guys, first of all, are good quarterbacks. The, the Eli, I agree. The, but but hold on. The the the, the thing is, you, you did what you never mentioned in all that. Which but you do with all the other quarterbacks when we talk about intangibles and eye test. When you you failed to mention playoff appearances, like someone like your boy Eli, that's where he takes a huge L, and that's where that's okay, where. So- hold, on, hold on, let me finish. That's where guys like Jerry Rice, and I'm not saying I agree with Jerry. That's why guys like Jerry Rice say. Eli's not a Hall of Famer because he can never make the fucking playoffs. Eli has 115 and 111 total win-loss record. That's going to hurt his resume. Whereas guys like Cam you and know, Russ, it's going to help their well, resume. Well, first of all, because well, they, first of all, they're on teams that well, win. Well, first of all, Eli Manning was on teams that win when he was 10 years in the league. In the last five years, whoo, lot of L's. It's almost like quarterbacks start to get worse in their late 30s. But guess what else? Guess what else? The Antan and the everybody wants to shit on Eli Manning. We're we're arguing about whether or not Russell Wilson is going to make the playoffs at nine and seven, or he's going to miss the playoffs at eight and eight. Here's what I can say with a hundred percent fucking certainty: if they if I lose that hundred bucks to you, and the Seahawks make the playoffs at nine and seven, and they have the crazy running game, they're not playing an undefeated team. They're going to play. They might play some fifteen and one teams. They might play some fourteen and two teams. But I will cut my dick off of the hacksaw 
if Russ goes four straight road games and wins the Super Bowl with that 9-7 and seven team because that's the difference between Russell Wilson and Eli Manning. Russell Wilson's winning fucking Super Bowls with 14-2 and two and 13-3 and three teams? Holy shit. Let's see when Russell's went 8-8 and eight and that 9-7. and seven. Let's see when that happens when they get that sixth seed. They're beating the Saints on the road? In the Dome? Okay. Let's go. Cam's doing that? Cam's going and fucking beating the 15-1 and one Chiefs in the playoffs after taking a 9-7 and seven team from the sixth seed to the... Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Can't wait. It's possible. It's possible. It's not going to happen. But you know why it's possible? Why? Because it's a team game. Yeah. Just like the Giants runs are team games, Joe. Yep. If the defense shows up for the Panthers, if the defense shows up for the Seahawks, anything's fucking possible. You're right. Anything's possible. Can't wait. Anything is possible with all these guys. And and you can hold on to those two runs, which were great, which were fucking great. No one's taking away those two runs the Giants had. Just like no one's taking away the run that no the one's Bo- talking. That, I'm not even talking about it. But you are because you brought that in. No one's talking about the run. No one's taking away the run that Joe Flacco had with the Baltimore Ravens in. 2012 no one's taking that away and that's cool and that's great but we also look at the whole picture it's just like you know I think that's where we have issues and where we disagree it's the same way with someone like a Ryan Fitzpatrick is you get all worked up over you know him having three or four good games in a row and I'm like okay let's look at the whole picture here yeah I look at the whole picture I look look at the the whole picture I look at Aaron Rodgers I go the guy's gonna miss the playoffs again this year we're putting this on Aaron Rodgers who's doing that Who's going? Oh well, Aaron Rodgers can fucking. I mean, how many times? How many playoff games has he won? Who's doing that? We have both done that. You have done that on this show. You have literally said that on. This I show. think Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback alive. But you've also said, Joe. I can go back. You've said on this show we need to look at some of Aaron Rodgers' playoff wins and his lack of wins. We have both said that. You have said that, dude. Literally, we, yeah. And we, then I watch it all. And I've watched it all. He's the best quarterback alive. But I'm also not. But I'm, but again, we're bringing Aaron Rodgers into it. I'm also not comparing. But you are. Of course, you are. I'm not comparing. You're bringing up the playoff stats. You're bringing up playoff wins. You're bringing up winning percentage as a, as a starting quarterback. That's exactly what you're doing. No, I'm talking from a skill level. Okay, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. That's assessment. the only thing I've ever argued about the whole time. I have huge question marks. With those two guys, skill level. And that's fine. You can have question marks. I, I think they've played it out just fine on the field. That, that's all I'm saying. I, I think they've played it out just fine. Now, do I want Russ over Cam? Yeah, I still do. Great. I, I don't think he lays a big of an egg as Cam does. In, I agree with you. In the Super Bowl, in games like that. I agree with you. And I also agree they're pretty fucking close. And I would never call Cam a top five quarterback in the NFL, and I'd be embarrassed to. And I'd be embarrassed to say he's better than Ben, Rivers, Brady, Breeze, Rodgers, Mahomes, Luck. I wouldn't say it. Ryan? Ryan. The big fucking knock on Matt Ryan is the dude didn't take a knee for a quarter and a half. But the big knock on both Ryan and someone like Rivers are both their playoff failures. Yeah. And the same thing about Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson threw a picket at inside the end zone, 
to lose the Super Bowl through four picks in a fucking NFC Championship game. I've seen it. He's done it. They've all done it. Everybody's got one. Sure. Everybody's got two. Ryan has one in the only one he did. But Cam has one in the only one he got to. Well, no, not Payne. necessarily. Ryan Ryan struggled. Ryan has struggled in multiple playoffs. So has Philip Rivers. I mean, those guys were on some stacked teams. That's why we bring it up. Those guys were on a lot of stacked teams that they just couldn't get it done. Anyway, you were all prepared for that, weren't you? I'm just saying, there's no preparation. I'm just saying, yeah, put you, it all, you, you wrote off all those stats. I will. Because I, I was looking at, because CT calls me out on like, I've been fucking a Cam Newton stand, where I think most Panthers fans would say, I've, I've been a Cam Newton detractor all these years, which I would say I have been for but, the exact same reason but, that but, I am but, about but, Russ. But I want to bring back the MVP thing. I think we both agreed Cam Newton deserved that MVP, right? Yeah, because they went 15-1. and one, And he had 35 touchdowns and he ran for a bunch. Sure. So he deserved it. Yeah. It's a very short... The reason I bring that up, Drew Brees has never won an MVP. I get that. It's a very short list of people. To make that. That's why I think it's very important. And like I said, that's going to be on a resume forever. 100%. Because we sit here and then we shit and on... And so will Russ's Super Bowl. Exactly. And that's my point. We, we shit on someone like, you know, Drew Brees. And I don't even want to say shit on because we're, we're both big fans of his. But we, we talk about Brees has never done this, never done that. But then I, I feel like, can I be honest, Joe? I feel like... Maybe sometimes both you and me are contradicting ourselves in circles on this stuff. I know exactly if you put me in, if you said, here's your team, who you want. I'm taking all those guys above both of these two guys. You want to say they're the ninth and 10th or the 10th and 11th best quarterback in the NFL? Great. I'm all for it. Let's do it. And that's fine. On any given season. You we're not, I'm not bringing up. I, I didn't throw in there the fucking. Matt Stafford's. I didn't throw there in the Kirk Cousins, who if you take out the two years that he's played four games behind fucking RG3, has probably similar numbers. I don't think Kirk Cousins is better than those guys. But I don't think they're better than any of those other guys. Well, we would just, again, we just disagree about some of those guys. And I'm not saying some of those guys, like some of those guys are great. Philip Rivers set a fucking record or tied a record today. Yeah. He's a great quarterback. And I love, I'm a, as every year goes by, I like Philip Rivers actually more and more. Yeah. But, because he's still doing it. The reason I'm saying, but, like, you have the talent again this year. He hasn't had maybe the talent around him since his early days with the Chargers when he had those loaded teams. They have a talented team, both offensively and defensively. But again, this is the argument that we make with Drew Brees, which is like, I'm fine with saying Drew Brees is the sixth best quarterback of all time. I think it's a goddamn compliment. If you want him to crack that, then you have to say, then you have to say, look, then then I say, look at all the shit that he has. He has to win it. Look, winning a Super Bowl is fucking hard. No, I it all has to come together at the same time. You want to talk about the disrespect that Eli Manning has tossed around? They never had it all come together at the fucking same time. They never had the those defenses as good as they played in the playoffs. They got what? Playoff runs from uh, from good defenses that turned great? 
He didn't have fucking go-to receivers. He didn't have fucking go-to running backs. He didn't have offensive weapons. He didn't have blow-them-off-the-line offensive lines. Everybody came up a little bit in those things, Eli, and, they, and they won two. But that's just not... Eli had... Never. Eli had two... That's just not true. Joe, Eli had two running backs that had rushed for 1,000 yards. Right. That's just not true. That's like yeah. me. That's like me saying Russell Wilson doesn't have. They're they're not the biggest names right now. Russell Wilson has quality running backs right now. Right, but no one's saying Russell Wilson fucking has to win the Super Bowl this year because he has fucking Penny and Carson, which is honestly very much like Bradshaw and Jacobs. But they're and not going to rush for fucking Ward. They're not going to rush for thousand yards. I'm just saying, how often does any team? I don't know because I don't have it in front of me. How often does any team have two guys rush for a thousand yards? That means you have good O line slash quality running backs. Those guys aren't lights out because it shows they didn't last that long in the league. I'm not saying that, right? But they, exactly. But they, but hold on, they had two guys. They had two guys. Rush. So is that a testament to the Giants or is that a testament to Brandon Jacobs and Ahmad Bradshaw? When Ahmad Bradshaw went to the Colts, what happened? When Brandon Jacobs went to the 49ers, what happened? When Steve Smith went to the Eagles, what happened? Well, when Kevin the- Boss went to the Raiders, what happened? When Martellus Bennett went to the Bears, what happened? I think when when Plasco bursts, like look, you want to keep going? How many of the guys who were major par- when Victor Cruz left, what happened? We we go we do that all day with those guys. Well, the guys are rushing for a thousand yards. That's not a testament. The the, the running backs. That's a testament to their O line. You're going to give the O line credit. Sure. Same way the Seahawks are running the ball this year, they have a much better improved O line. That's all I'm saying, dude. My point is, it's hard to win a Super Bowl. Yes, Phil, yes, it should, is. Should maybe Philip Rivers, who's gone on to have a 20 year career and he's going to be a Hall of Famer, wasn't ready to win a Super Bowl at fucking 27. Maybe he is now. Doesn't have a Ladanian Tomlinson. Doesn't have a fucking prime. Gate. But no, that's why I'm bringing that up now. I'm sa- I'm saying right now about Philip Rivers. In my opinion, he has the weapons offensively. But look at the weapons that fucking Kansas City has. They have Sometimes more. Sometimes you run into a goddamn buzzsaw. But this is this is why I'm bringing this up because it's all it's like this this cyclical uh, fucking like we're spinning in circles amongst ourselves about how we're defining quarterbacks. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm not, I don't think I'm spinning at all. But I think we both are because we're going to be critical of Breeze not winning. And, and I'm not critical of Breeze not winning. Who's critical of Breeze not winning? How, but, but you and I are saying that's why you, he's. But but this is why you and I are both saying that's why he's not a top five in our book. I'm saying that the guys in the top five are fucking legends. Sure. And you want to be up there with them? You got to bring more than fucking passing, gaudy passing stats and one Super Bowl to crack the top five. Crack the top five. By the way, I think Drew Brees is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. I do. I always have. I always will. Five Super Bowls, the fucking system QB thing, I believe in it. I believe it's fucking true. But the bottom line is, I'll, I'll, I will shit on Tom Brady to no end. I will fucking system QB that guy. But five is five. Five is five. I'm not putting him fucking 10th all time. He can have five and not be one because he's system QB. But it can't be five and be fucking breaking records and be behind one. But I want to bring it back to Rivers. I get what you're saying. 
Kansas City is more talented. We both agree. They have more weapons. But that's just my point. If you want to be remembered, Phillip Rivers, he's already a Hall of Famer, numbers-wise. You do have to go into Kansas City and win. That's all I'm saying. Because we're, because we're, we're using that same argument. We've both used it for Breeze, saying Breeze is stacked this year, right? There's no excuses if they don't make the Super Bowl, correct? Yeah. So I think we have to use that same argument for some of these other guys. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And look out for them, by the way. The Chargers. I'm telling you. I might like them on the road in Kansas City in the playoffs. But what Philip Rivers is going to show up? But it's not like we it's not like we have Philip Rivers like bad, terrible Philip Rivers. But great guy. has to show up. That's all I'm saying. Good Philip Rivers, pedestrian Philip Rivers. But he wasn't pedestrian today. Completed 25 consecutive passes. No, he was great today. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Great Philip Rivers has to show up in a road playoff game. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, we go down these quarterback rabbit holes. Well, I'm I, that. My point was, I don't want to go down the quarterback rabbit hole at no. all. I'm trying to avoid it. I'm trying to tell you have some fucking perspective. Here's your perspective. And now you want to keep doing that from here on out? That's on you. I'm not fucking going down the rabbit hole. No, anymore. I'm fine. If, if you're comparing Russ to a guy who won an MVP, like like I'm, yeah. con- I'm content with that. Like I'm, you're not hearing an argument here from that. Uh, to me, it was more. So is t- Cam the sixth best quarterback in the NFL? <laughs> but I'd still rather take Russ. Yeah, based I, on I know, but you're based you on have, the other end. You have Russ top five. I do have Russ top five. So Cam six with the exact same fucking everything. I don't know where I put Cam. That's that's why you have a hole in your fucking judgment. I don't have a hole, Joe. We Joe, we could both we could both go down this fucking thing of we, you, both of us saying we have holes in our judgment. I think Cam. Uh, I'm sorry. I think Russ is less prone to have meltdowns in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. Than someone like Cam. I, I, I trust Russ more, and today shows it. I, I think. Cam, on certain times, he's inaccurate. He doesn't make, like, on that fourth down, or I'm sorry, the third down. You, you can't throw it to the guy who's three yards shy of the first down marker. I don't think Cam Newton, let me put it this way, I do not think Cam Newton makes that pass that Russell Wilson makes to tie up the game. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, we can disagree. It's fine. Yeah. You went to, let's shift gears. Is there any other major NFL stuff? Almost two hours into the show. I don't think. Is there? I don't know. You tell me. What are the rest of the games? Well, I was going to try to shift gears into some college stuff. Because I know you went to the Notre Dame game. I did. Where'd you get those tickets, Prano? SeatGeek! I just got tickets. I use SeatGeek tonight. I use tickets. I use SeatGeek for tickets to Tom York, lead singer of Radiohead, in Vegas. Going to Vegas. When? December 22nd, right before Christmas. Christmas gift to myself. I'm going with my brother John. That's going to be savage. Turtle John? Turtle John. Um, I really want to see Tom York. Where's he playing? He's playing at the Cosmopolitan. Oh, nice. Uh, He's playing two nights here in LA. Cheapest ticket in LA, 181 bucks. Wow. Cheapest ticket, general admission in Vegas, $62. Nice. Throw on a $20 rebate from SeatGeek? $10. Well, 
Is it t- oh, it's ten now? Did we dr- did we drop it down? T- it's changed to ten. Ten dollars, okay. Ten dollars, <laughs> SeatGeek. <laughs> Promo code. Sorry, you did not have the new ad. I, read. I didn't. I didn't use it. My I I gave it to John. I gave John promo code dirty. So. Yes, you did not have the ad read. In they were too good to us for too long. Maybe you can see my parents. My parents are also. Oh, they're going to be there in April. My parents want to go to Las Vegas to see Michael Blue Blue <laughs> I can't even say it. Imagine Walt and Joanna and. Vegas seeing Michael Buble. I told my parents, you got to download that SeatGeek app because best of all, you guys get $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. You think Notre Dame is uh, ready for the playoffs? Um... I think they're yeah. I think they're ready for the playoffs. I don't, I'm not even sure they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, is it a sure thing? Because these college voters. Um, uh, here's the thing, dude. These college voters are idiots. Well, obviously Notre Dame should be in. They're undefeated. I agree. But this is where it gets dicey. Clemson right now number two. They should be. Notre Dame, number three. So Michigan gets waxed by Ohio State, who was number 10. Yeah. So let's go through. Number five was Georgia. Yeah. They're going to move up this week, but they play Bama. Right. So they control. Somebody has to lose that game. Yeah. But even if Bama loses. If Bama loses, somehow they can both get in, right? They should both get in. So if Bama loses, Bama, Georgia, Clemson. Notre Dame. Okay. Sorry. But then again, Oklahoma does not play defense. I, I was going at it with people. The, the Big 12, we've talked about this. The Big 12, it's seven on seven. It is literally seven on seven. And all you Oklahoma fans need to shut the fuck up. Well, I, I mean, what what's the argument here? Well, the argument, first of all, I hate this system because... You know who keeps moving up, and even though they lost their starting quarterback, UCF is now going to be fucked as usual. And now the argument is, well, Ohio State Ohio State had one great game. I don't want to take that away. Ohio State put up 62 points on the number one ranked defense in the country. But it was one game, though, guys. They've struggled all year. So now everyone's saying this. Well, Ohio State's going to jump. They're going to jump from 10th. To fourth? But they love the fucking... Because of one game? But the polls always love Ohio State. I know they do, and it's bullshit. I agree with you. But this is my point. Ohio State's like Oklahoma as far as giving up points. Ohio State gave up, what, 52, 55 points to Maryland last week? Oklahoma gave up 40 points to Kansas. Oklahoma was taken into overtime against Army. Well, those games, like... I've watched actually. I've watched multiple Oklahoma games this year. I've watched multiple uh, West Virginia games this year because you know they're talking about fucking what's his name Greer, yeah, as being Will Greer. Know, Will Greer is being one of the quarterbacks that would be a first round guy potentially. Um, so as a Giants fan, you know, sure, you know, got to watch these guys that the Giants might fucking take. Um, but like. To, to watch those teams that play just absolutely no defense and think that they belong. It, it's it, wild to me. It's also like, how good are their offenses really? 
No one in the, that conference plays defense ever. Ever. How, like, what was the score of that Army game? It was actually 28-21. to 28-21 Oklahoma. But it's like, oh, that's the game you score 20. You, you suddenly don't play a Big 12 team. You score 28. But this is my argument. Army. As someone, again, whose brother went there. Guys, my brother... Let's, let's put it in context. My brother was recruited by Army, Navy, and all the Ivy League schools to play football. My brother was a six foot to six foot one. I don't know how tall he is around there. Two hundred pound defensive end. Now I know this is the mid nineties, but still, right. My point is this: he was recruited to play defensive end for Army. Army goes into Norman. They put up more yards. Army. This is the stat. All you need to hear about Oklahoma and their defense. Army passed for 40 yards that game. Army rushed for 339 yards. Army rushed for 339 yards running a 1945 wishbone offense. Oklahoma does not deserve to be a top four team. I agree, but I don't watch a whole lot of college football, although I've watched more than I normally do this year, and I agree. Just Just watching that West Virginia game, it's like it's kind of a joke. It's seven on seven. And and Ohio State's the how, same way. But like, how does this happen to an entire conference? That's my question. The, is there like a gentleman's agreement, like Kaepernick, to just like not recruit linebackers or defensive backs? Like, how's the whole conference not played? Everybody just gives them 40 points all the time. I just don't, I don't, I like, I literally don't even know how it happens. Well, you want to hear some quick numbers? Because I had to look it up. Because the Cheddar Dicks were coming at me. Okay. Maybe they should change how they work. Guess the year the last time a Big 12 school won the national title. I went to an Oklahoma victory over Florida State in Miami. That was probably 2003? It was 2005. Who won that? Oklahoma? It was Texas, the, the famous right, right, of Texas course, USC of course, game. Of course. So my point is this for everyone defending the Big Twelve. Guys, you haven't won a title since two thousand five. Your conference. So it's not working. This whole let's not but play like, defense, but it's like, not working. Let, hold on. Go through that. Who has won a title since two thousand five? The SEC and the ACC? The Big Ten with Ohio State. Right. Okay. So everybody but the Pac-12. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, SC was before that. But they're not even playing in the title games anymore. Right. Since the playoff format started, no Big 12 team has even played in a title game. This whole, we're just not... Because people were coming to me about... Uh, they are coming to me about last year. Well, Oklahoma never played defense last year. Look what they did. They lost to Georgia in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. It was a fun game. By the way, no one's saying these aren't fun games to watch. No, they're incredible to watch. I watched the whole West Virginia. Yeah, me too. Oklahoma game. It was nuts. But yeah, at a certain point, guys. I, I just, these people defending. I mean, I had people come into my mentions. Oh, Army's ranked top 25. Army's guys, if you're going to use Army, I mean that that's just, like come on. Look, Army lost I, the Duke by 20 points. I get into it with some people on fucking 
I get into it with some people on social media, but like, do you want to hear? No, you, got, you got to tap the brakes on people. What? Like, I mean, you even are you even replying to people who are talking about Army? I have to. Do you want to hear? I have to, I, I have to do this on the show. Listen to Army's wins this year. Can I not? Yeah, you want to hear this? Liberty, Hawaii, Buffalo, San Jose State, Miami, Ohio, Eastern Michigan, Air Force, Lafayette, Colgate. Whew. Got a couple of Patriot leg wins in there at the end. Those are Army's big wins. Yeah. Oklahoma fans coming at me. They're top 20. Dude, I like Army. I root for them. My brother went there. He talks shit to my other brother. I love reading those text messages. Army's not good. Jesus Christ. Oklahoma, if you if this is what I'll say about Oklahoma or Ohio State or any of these teams. If one side of the ball just sucks, you're not a good team. There's offense, defense, and special teams. If one side of those completely sucks, you're not a good team. Fuck Oklahoma, fuck Ohio State. Put UCF in there. Well, then none of those teams are making the fucking top four. Like, so let's say Georgia loses to Alabama. Yeah. Then it's what Alabama, Clemson. We'll assume Clemson's going to Notre beat Dame. Them. Yeah. And it's going to come down to Ohio State or Oklahoma. Yeah. And UCF's just going to be sitting there playing with their dick because they play in a shit conference. But then there's, of course, Oklahoma could lose to Texas. Here's what we need. I know UCF, and it sucks because their quarterback's out for the year. We need Ohio State to lose to Northwestern, which isn't going to happen. And we need Texas to beat Oklahoma, which could happen. I do want to say something about that Ohio State game. And I love, I'm a big fan of Gus Johnson. He's probably my favorite play-by-play guy. And actually, I like him and Joel Klatt together. Did you hear them about Urban Meyer's health? Yeah, but look. No, but I'm sick of this. The dude... Covered up a guy getting his beating the fuck out of his wife, and they're like, "Oh, Urban, his sister, dude. If his health was that bad, he would not be on the sideline." Well, Plain of course, and simple. We agree, a hundred percent. But the, but there's also, you know, do you want Gus Johnson doing games, or do you not want Gus Johnson doing games? Like Bill Simmons was awesome when he was on ESPN. His shit was everywhere. You know, you had you had the the worldwide leader in sports, and you had this guy who was. But then he trashed fucking. Roger Goodell, which we do all the time, and now it's got to be his own thing. So unless you want, unless you want Gus Johnson calling games on Rabble, you, you better listen to him. Fucking no, but he just doesn't have to comment on it. But the thing is, why do you have like, to? Why do you have to bring up Urban Meyer's bullshit health? Because they, but he doesn't have to. But I think they, he probably does. Is There's there a producer pro- in his ear probably. saying, "Talk about Urban Meyer's cyst on his brain"? Probably. That magically happens when they play bad. Yeah. Anytime the school's under any sort of controversy, his health... Uh Uh-oh, here you go. You're going to get the Ohio State fucking slurpers riled up. Let them come at me. My little brother will come at me. I don't give a fuck. Dealing with fanboys is like, it's the worst part of our job. It's like, step back from your fucking life. And realize what's like. Look at the big fucking picture. You're a fucking. You're an Urban Meyer defender. Who and what are you? Got a lot of those coming at me. That's what I'm saying. Who step back? The Ohio State football team gives zero fucks about you. You could never play on their team. 
You, you're no one in your family could have ever played on their team. You're a fat Applebee's eating loser. They never cared about you. They'll never care about you. They don't give a single fuck about you. And you most likely didn't attend the university. Most likely not. Yeah. Not that there's a super fucking difficult application process, but you most <laughs> likely didn't. You most likely went to fucking Youngstown State or some fucking shithead Applebee's tech, you know, fucking, <laughs> you know, Skyline College at fucking Gold Star University. Um, I want to go there. You you probably went to that. my MBA. And your thing is you're just a fucking Urban Meyer defender? This fucking dickbag? Somebody came at me when I did my tweet about Urban Meyer. He wasn't convicted of anything. Who? Urban Meyer. Good. Still a son of a bitch. Neither was Kobe. Neither was fucking OJ. Neither was Phil Spector. Was Phil Spector ever convicted? Yeah, I think Phil Spector's in jail. He finally got busted? But Roman Polanski's out there living in France, having sex with children. Look, Chinatown's fucking, I mean, Chinatown's a, talk about top five, Chinatown's top five, but I ain't a fucking Roman Polanski defender. He was never convicted. He didn't know. She gave him a fake ID. But why are you even going to side with somebody who possibly could have done something like that? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I don't get. Like, why even try to side with somebody who could be culpable in in a bad cover? And the other thing is, it's just a matter of like, to me, if if it's a question mark, Whatever. Let it be a question mark. If you want to say you don't know what Paterno knew or what Paterno didn't know, blah, blah. If you want to say fucking you don't know if OJ did it, fine. Nobody, and I mean nobody, thinks in their heart of hearts that Urban Meyer's wife isn't showing him those text messages. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? So now what you're now you're some sort of so now what you're saying is you're some sort of Urban Meyer slurper that believes he saw the text but couldn't comprehend it? Like who what are you what are we defending here? He does own Harbaugh though. He owns Harbaugh. But I don't but I don't I don't mind what you're saying about Harbaugh taking over the Packers. As we look at fucking boob face here but i'm also like i'm not a big college football guy but to me it's like if this was year one of harbaugh and he went 11 and one and then he lost to fucking ohio state no one be flipping their shit i get that he lost every fucking time he's played ohio state but like they all want him gone i was talking to a comic who went there i mean that's just stupid to me i was talking to you gotta get brady hoke back in there well that's what i said to him i was talking to a comic who went there who you want Shen Beckler's dead, man. But that's what I asked him. I said, when were you there? And he was there, I think he said 2008 to 2012. I said, okay, so you saw Rich Rod and Brady Hoke. I was like, they're way better off as a program now. Because that's always the question. I was like, you guys are paying him $7 million. That's That's the response is we can get anybody we want. So who is that person? I don't know. When you can get anybody you want, he's the guy you wanted. Yeah. Now you're going to fucking go 11 and 2 and start over? 
Who you want? If they lose their bowl game, I bet they fire him. Or he leaves. Yeah, I'm not much of a college football guy. I get it. Everybody, the, the thing about college football is the 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 hardest part of my job is to com- try to completely ignore the fanboys. When you're an athletic director at a college, that that is your job. Listen to the fucking fanboys because the fanboys donate money or some shit. Yeah. I don't give a fucking single fuck. I'm not going to sit here and say Mitch Trubisky's a fucking MVP candidate so some fucking fanboy shit dick Bears fan gives us thust fun money. Mitch Trubisky fucking and Chase, like they want to fucking Chase Daniel. It ain't Trubisky, guy. You know what I mean? I don't fucking got to say shit. Yeah. Some fucking athletic director doesn't know his ass from his elbows got to fucking fire Jim Harbaugh after going 11-2 and two because... Some asshole that didn't go to Michigan isn't going to buy fucking Michigan hats because they lost to Ohio State. What a shit job that is. By the way, it's not just Harbaugh. They've lost to Ohio State 13 of the last 14 years. Yeah, it turns out Tressel and Urban Meyer are better than any fucking coach. Unless you're going to get one of them. You're going to get Saban? Urban Meyer went to the fucking national championship game with Utah. Urban Meyer turned fucking Tim Tebow into a Heisman winner. Well, I don't think he went with Utah. He went, to the, he went to the... He went to a fucking pretty good goddamn season. He went to like Fiesta Bowl. They went undefeated. Yeah. They won the Fiesta Bowl. They went undefeated. He went undefeated with fucking Utah and won the Fiesta Bowl. Goddamn Utah. He's a great coach. Yeah. He's also a piece of shit. Yeah. Those usually go hand in hand. <laughs> Nick Saban's the goddamn devil. We've covered that. He won two titles with Tebow. Yeah. This is why I don't fuck with college football or college sports in general. Did you watch it's any? All goddamn you, sham. You were you were at the Notre Dame game, so you didn't see any of that LSU. I came back. It was still on. It was still on. <laughs> yeah, I took an Uber at it. I learned a lesson from. Here we go. At Tug was mentioned. Learned a lesson from Tug Coker. It's the second time he's been mentioned tonight. Yeah. Did we mention Tug before? I mentioned him earlier. Was I, what, did you mention him when I was blacked out with Cam Newton stats? It's way early in the show. Uh, this is a marathon show, bro. Great. Good. Um, sorry, my fucking laundry got stolen, so who gives a fuck? Uh, Tug told me, he texted us that night we went to the Monday night game. He beat us home by like 45 minutes. I was like, you got a fucking Uber out of there? He's like, yeah, no problem. So last night, I fucking walked out of the doors. after I took the Metro down there. I walked out, walked the fucking opposite way, walked out to Martin Luther King Boulevard. You know you're in the hood. And uh, called an Uber. Dude, I got an $8 Uber. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You got an $8 Uber. Well, in fairness, I got an $8 Uber to the Culver City Metro where we parked our car. But still. Still. From LA Coliseum yeah. to Culver City, it was only 8 bucks. Yeah. With my 30% discount because I fucking, I've, I've worked the, that car system to death. By the way, I got, I've got your technique down. Should we share it with everybody? Or do you think that'll ruin it? I mean, fuck Uber and Lyft. But anyway, my technique is that I go back and forth because if you use them equally, they fight for your business and you start getting hella discounts. I get 30% off basically ever, every Uber or Lyft ride. Yeah. Well, I had a bad incident a few weeks ago. Because people like have a thing they're like, fuck Lyft. 
When Lyft started, Lyft was gross. You'd get like some fucking lady's 75 Volvo fucking station wagon. She had goddamn incense burning in the back. But now it's basically the same company. Same company. So a few weeks ago, I was on Washington Boulevard and the idiot Lyft driver went to Washington Place. You know, they're right next to each other. I call him. He kept saying, I'm here. I go, no, I'm here, dude. I have the right address. You're at Washington Place. I'm on Washington Boulevard. So they charge me. He, he just says, fuck it. So they charge me. So I basically, you know, wrote him their thing, said, hey, I need my five bucks back. So, you know, the other thing is you never cancel. I didn't. Right. They have to cancel. So after that, bro, they just will not stop giving me discounts. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, shit, we fucked up on this dude. The guy fucked up on me. The guy actually purposely fucked me last night. He went. He dropped me off and then went back to the other address. He like didn't shut off my ride, so I got all up in their shit. So you got back, and they were still on seventy five, seventy nine. You know, fucking whatever the goddamn score was. Man, I wonder what was going through the mind of Coach O. I mean, unless we get him on the phone, we'll probably never know. Seven overtimes tied a record. What was the final score of that game? 75 72 or something? I some believe shit? it was 75 72. They said it was the highest scoring game in FBS history. We got to get Coach O on the phone. Coach, you really have been waiting. I'm looking. I've been on goddamn hold for two and a half hours. Andy Ruth, I've been on hold longer than we played uh, overtime last night. And we played overtime for a goddamn long time. We played longer overtime last night than I ever had sexual intercourse with my beautiful, stunning wife. And I got to tell you, I have had some endurance in my time. I ain't ain't talking like this because I don't fuck a lot. You know what I mean? Coach. First of all, thank you for sharing that information. You know what I said? Last night's game that we played a 75-72, like a Big 12 game. Also like a Big 12, my dick a 12 inches long. Big. My wife called my dick a Big 12. I go for 12, I go 12 inches for 12 to 25 minutes. And I'm talking, that's my quickie. Coach, now 12, that's a big number. You actually playing... In? Not from the back of my balls either, like <laughs> Matt Goldberg. I done a, he had uh, he done a measurement from an asshole to to a belly button. That ain't how it works. You go from the sh- only the shaft of your dick, Matt Goldberg. I was trying to say, Coach, you played in College Station, which where they play is called the Twelfth Man. There's a lot of twelves going on here. What was going through your head when it hit overtime number seven? I mean, we're talking, this is a record. Most points now, scored. Now, I know uh, Joe Prano, he, uh, your co-host there, goddamn wop, big nose, fucking ethnic motherfucker. He go to the bathroom every time I call in, so I ain't going to talk too much to him directly. But I heard him say one time while I was waiting on a hold, he say, he does these show, he black out. I blacked out about midway through overtime three. I don't remember anything happened after that. You don't remember the ending at all? I don't. Do you- I, don't I don't know. We won, lost. I get in the locker room. I look around. Look around at all my boys. I'm going to give them a hug. Going to see them. I See what happened here, Andy. I get in the locker room. I'm covered in Gatorade. I said, we won this goddamn football game. 
Somebody said, no, we accidentally dumped a Gatorade on you, and then we keep playing, and we lose the game. I said, what cockamamie shit is that you dumping Gatorade on a losing coach? Now, Coach, I got to ask you, because we, we've talked about this. All the teams are playing in their mascot. What is an Aggie, and how did a Tiger lose to an Aggie? Well, let me tell you something here. Because I'm looking at... I don't have a Google. Well, I'm looking at it... And let me tell you, I asked every single one of my goddamn, you know, athletic department assistants, what is it? This is the reason we lost the game. I'm seven overtimes in and still can't figure out what a fucking Aggie is. You expected me to figure out what an Aggie is and call again? Somebody told me it's Texas A&M stands for agricultural and technology. This is some sort of uh, a mascot. Just means uh, somebody who fucking working in the fields or some shit. I believe it is also their mascot is actually a collie dog. I dis I disbelieve that. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now, Coach. And Aggie, we didn't lose to no fucking lassie. Aggie better be some sort of dinosaur or something. Dinosaur be the tiger. Collie dog don't be nobody. Collie dog gonna be Georgia. You give me an English bulldog in a fight against a collie, I'm taking the one with, uh, you know, less hair. Oh, fuck, coach. Well, look. I mean, maybe you know, collie dog saved Billy from falling down a well. Ain't winning no seven overtime game down in Texas, though. Man, how are you going to be a collie dog? Texas gets out 120 degrees, man. What, collie dog shave a hair in the summer? <laughs> Give that collie dog. I just, I just believe that that is a true statement. Well, Coach, it is true. And uh, look, we've had a long show, so we're going to have to wrap this up. You're telling me we had a long show. I've been on the hold since after the game ended. Looking at pictures of Aggie, agriculture, collie dog. <laughs> Looking for the next week, bowl game, where we going to get seated, where we going to play, what the mascot going to be. Do you have any preference, Coach, of any of these bowl games? Anywhere you'd like to, you'd like to play, play in Florida, any of these certain areas? Look, they, they do a bowl down here, Louisiana, every year. I forget what they call it now, the, the Bayou Bowl. The one in Shreveport? Yeah. Get me in the Bayou. Man, we the Bayou Bengals. We play a home game. Now, ain't the best bowl game. No one ever said, oh, you got to extend Coach O. We went to the Bayou Let bowl. me hop in, Coach. What about Florida? They have the Gator Bowl. I play the Gator Bowl. I'm okay with that. A bowl full of Gators? Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> All right, Coach. Thanks for joining us. Coach Edo, everybody. Wow. Look at this. I'm watching the Vikings do a limbo celebration. This is what you make me watch while Coach O's on talking about fucking collie dogs. Yeah, man. Really went off. He's got a good point, though. Why the fuck is their mascot a collie dog? Uh, look, Joe, it's been a long show. Has it? Are do we done? We can. The only thing I also have to add is I did watch It's a Football Life, Chris Collins. Oh, work. Yeah. We can keep this pretty short. That sh- that show should not exist. It's a football life. No, Chris Collinsworth episode of a football life. Oh, it was wonderful. I said that to you before the show. I love a football life. Chris Collinsworth does not meet 
the requirements of having a football life. Bro, he's a legendary broadcaster. I mean, yeah, but, and I will never watch it. What the fuck do they talk about with that? What do they show him just sitting in a goddamn booth talking to Al Michaels? Giving each I told other hand you, jobs? Chris Collinsworth played eight seasons. I know. He was a pro bowler three times. He had you say 4,000-yard seasons. He had four 1,000-yard seasons. He was a world-class sprinter out of Florida. Look, I'm a New York Giants fan, but I ain't watching Amani Toomer of Football Life either. Did Amani Toomer have four 1,000-yard seasons? I, be- I guarantee he had more. What do you want to bet he had more? Bet I, you he had more. I don't want to bet. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he didn't have a lot more. Six? Five? I'm sure he did, though. But I don't want to watch that either. He went to Michigan. He was mediocre there. He went to the NFL. He was mediocre there. If five. See? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Five in a row. He had a good career. I know he did. He also shouldn't have a fucking documentary about him. He's also not been doing broadcasting for 30 years. But I'm saying, what 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 does that look like? Honestly, what point did was it an hour long show? Yeah. Like first of all, what? I mean, maybe like a football life mini. We did a half hour Chris Collinsworth episode. He could get an hour if he had an H, but instead he just has the. Well, they did, they go into why a lot of people hate him. I f- I certainly hope so. They had an hour to fill about Chris Collinsworth. They were twenty minutes in. They were through his four thousand yard seasons. They're like, we still got forty minutes to go. Let's talk about his in depth relationship with Al Michaels. I didn't realize how much the Eagles fans hated him because of last year. You know, people were bringing anti-Collinsworth signs to the Super Bowl parade. Why did they hate him? Because on two of the controversial calls during last Super Bowl, he said basically both he was saying from what he's seen would go against the Eagles and he yeah. thought should be... In the Super Bowl. Yeah. And Eagles fans were trying to claim he was being a homer, which I don't think he was being a homer. They were showing the clips. He was just saying what he saw. Right. And uh, then they showed the parade... Eagles fans were literally bringing like anti were signs. I mean, I'm not saying that they really fucking forced a football life out of this, but they're like, how many minutes they do on the fucking blowback from his call last year's Super Bowl? They did a few minutes. Hey, the guy had a thousand yards his rookie year, eight touchdowns, cover Sports Illustrated. I'm a Col- I am a Collinsworth fan. I know you are. No, this I'm, is, I'm saying your blood as an announcer. Uh, yeah, I, I think no. he's great. He's I a, think he's very intelligent. He sees things. When you watch the games, see, it's funny because I don't think the, the Eagles fans' complaints. I don't. I just think he gets fucking uh, like everything's the greatest thing that ever happened. Doesn't matter who you're watching. The, the, I, it was like the uh, Texans Cowboys game. They're like, this is old fashioned Texas Smash Mouth football. I'm like, this is garbage. I think he's a good a good play by play, or a good color commentator though. I think he's smart. I think he's intelligent. I think he's good. Just like I thought Gruden was good. I think Joe Buck's good. There actually aren't that many color guys that I really don't like that much. Witten. Witten's bad. That whole crew. Yeah. Fouts can be kind of a dork. He does all these Chargers games. Yeah. And I watch him a lot. But as far as knowledgeable... I mean, there's tons of them like around the league that, you know, when you go into the deep, when you go into like the, the, the game, when you're, on, when you're on the fucking, you know, Sunday ticket. Well, like Trent Green? 
Yeah, Trent Green. Like Trent Green's a great. Trent Green should win the Chris Collinsworth Award for like, why are we still fucking doing this? What's Trent Green ever done? I bet Trent Green had a decent career. I'm pulling Trent Green's stats up. He was all right. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't the best. He's no Russell Wilson. See what I did there? Yeah. I agree. No, Russell Wilson. So you're offended that they did a football life. I'm just saying, man, get they're running out of fucking guys or something, huh? I got a lot of catching up to do. I still got to watch Arians, Cower. I like. I'm gonna say like I like Bruce Arians. There was I saw the rumor that Bruce Arians wants to be the fucking Browns coach. But yeah. Like, but we're running out of stuff. Bruce Arians, a football life. Like the first the first year of a football life was like Parcells, like fucking Joe Montana. Like they were just like if you didn't win multiple Super Bowls and fucking you know in the Hall of Fame, you don't get a football life. Well, I'm trying to think who else I have on my DVR. I have uh, Dawkins, Zach Ertz. <laughs> who else do I have? Who else did they do this year? Cower. That'll be an interesting one. Yeah. I mean, does he not deserve one? Sure. Dante Culpepper, a football life. I think it's like the ninth year they've done it, dude. I know. I get it. I'm saying they're running out. Maybe take a break. What they should do, they should redo 100 greatest football players of all time. That was the best thing the NFL Network ever did. They got some, they got some juggling in that order to do. Let, 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 I'm pulling it off. Let's see who we got. Let's see who I got on the uh... Vince Lombardi. No, yeah, Vince Lombardi. Or no, no, no. Oh, that's Mike Holmgren. Ah, oh, come on. We're, these are reaches. Yeah, they are reaching. Bill Cower. Okay. Where are you even seeing this? Why? Well, I know just from from reading it. Okay. This is uh, Dwight Clark again. Come on. I mean, twenty. Are we gonna do twenty fucking minutes on the catch? Yeah, they are. Weapon X. Who's Weapon X? Willie McGinnis. Does he not deserve it? Come on. Willie McGinnis doesn't they're, deserve they're, it? These are these are all reaches. At least this one. Lynn Swan and John Stallworth all together. Right, you're getting together. You get a half hour out of each of them. Enos Williams? What? <laughs> Enos Williams? Fredo's so offended. I got all these to watch. They are really running low. Jerry Jones? Okay, Jerry Jones, at least he's got a fucking story. Joe Gibbs. All right. Bruce Arians. We already talked about that. Larry Fitzgerald. Okay, and there's a receiver that's worthy of a football. I watched that. Sam Mills. Okay, at least there's, again, at least there's a story there. Michael Vick. This one's way old. Jesus Christ. Michael Vick. I'm not even sure it's appropriate. I, I DVR'd this November 3rd, 2016. All right, we're just rambling. Ennis Williams. Ennis <laughs> <laughs> Williams is too big of a stretch. The guys who came after me about fucking Carson. The, 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 that's why I just think about fam. All I can think about now when any words that come out of my mouth on Dirty Sports is how the fanboys are acting. I just see Jacob Faith in his fucking Carson Palmer for MVP jersey, like jumping out of his chair like, Ennis Williams is a Hall of Famer. 
Is he in this woman's hall? I don't favorite? know. Who fucking probably? Even if he's eight, who cares? Eight Pro Bowls. Yeah, maybe a football life is really stretching it. <laughs> really getting loosey goosey. How many days are we doing a season? What does it say about me that I watch these? <laughs> well, you get, let's be honest. You have 13 backed up, so you're not watching that many of them. Yeah, I'm really not watching that many. I got to get back in there. There's one on your thing from two two and a half years ago. <laughs> the Michael Vick's one is from November 3rd, 2016. Michael Vick, one of the most freak athletes of all time, also spent did jail time for dogfighting before coming back. You're like, yeah, I get, I'll get to you, Mike Vick. Chris Collinsworth's on now. <laughs> We gotta see this breakdown of the time where he won a track meet in the '70s, where black guys couldn't run with shoes. The white guys got shoes, and the black guys couldn't. Bro, I had to do it for my dad. Collinsworth's fucking running, running through the tracks of Florida with a butt cut. I think he went to the same high school as Daniel Tosh. <laughs> How funny is that? Daniel Tosh broke all his track records. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I think Daniel Tosh. No, this is what I wanted to say before we wrap up this episode. Okay. I told you off air. Chris Carter, who grew up in Middletown, which is like 20 minutes north of Cincinnati, idolized Chris Collinsworth so much that he changed his name. Come on, man. (laughs) He changed his name from Christopher Carter to Chris Carter the same way Chris Collinsworth spells it. So he... He says this on A Football Life. He's interviewed. So... Christopher Carter is C H R I S T like and he just went to Chris? Yes. Now he says his mom we, hated it. Now we know Chris Collinsworth was named that because he was born a hermaphrodite. Prano, don't do it. Is Chris Collinsworth Christopher Collinsworth? No, this is what his real name is. Anthony, middle name, is spelled C-R-I-S. Right? So it's Anthony Chris. But Chris Collinsworth was born Christopher Darren Carter. The party starter. (laughs) (laughs) Named after his grandfather, Carter dropped his birth name and unofficially changed his name to CRIS after wide receiver Chris Collins. Oh man. <laughs> According to ESPN's Mike and Mike on an interview, he said he dropped the name during his seventh grade. <laughs> that, but see, this is what you get from a football life. Chris Carter changed his name because of Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, they got 10 minutes out of this. Bro, that's pretty amazing. They're like, motherfucker, we did 20 minutes on Chris Carter changing his name to Chris Collinsworth's spelling. We can make Enos Williams fucking last an hour. I can assure you. They should do a football life. There's some there's some fucking editor in charge of football life who's sitting there and they come up with a bunch of tapes and he's like, what is this? And they're like, okay, well, get ready. <laughs> but... This is a Mark Bavaro of football life. He's like, come on. <laughs> you got to be kidding. He had one year where he dragged five guys. How many times can I show him dragging five guys? They're like, do we have multiple ankles? <laughs> That's going to be my new thing. What are they going to do on a football life? All right, guys. 
that's the episode. It's been a bonanza. Hopefully it isn't too long for some of the people. Oh, fuck those people. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. Uh, much love again to Nick Yardley. Thank you for the gear. Can't wait to come down to Amarillo, Texas. All right, Brandon, what do you got to plug? It's almost uh, my birthday. Nothing. Holy shit. Yeah. Happy birthday, Andy Ruther. Everybody send him love. Um, send him send him all kinds of stuff for his birthday. I like I. I like all the tweets people send you for your birthday. You always get you always get good ones. Uh, what do I got coming up? Uh, JoePrano.com for shows. Uh, I got Tahoe. Got a New York trip. Got a bunch of stuff in December. Uh, I'll be in Arizona with Eddie Ift in early January, uh, right after New Year's. So come to that. I'll be in Tahoe with Eddie Ift too when I'm there. So a lot of Eddie Ift shows. Uh, Joe Prano on Instagram. Fix Your Life on Twitter. Awesome. At Andy Ruther on Twitter. I'm going to be answering some questions on Dent Report. So if you guys want any questions answered, slide into my DMs on at Andy Ruther or at Dent Report. I'll do that plug right here. And follow us at The Dirty Sports. And once again, guys, leave us those iTunes reviews. Drop a Twitter handle in your iTunes review, and I'll send you out some koozies. Um, Subscribe to us on YouTube. All that shit. You guys know what to do. All right. That is the episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening, for watching, and most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies.